Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with that old man. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am, who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am, what I am. And I just don't give a damn. My G's still pumping, sold on the culture, you know that my doja culture game over, soldier, I'm cooling, be on the sofa, niggas is posing that I'm the soldier, don't do it live, of course, unless you're not listening live, this is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast, it is Wednesday, uh, May 9th, 2018, I'm your host, Travis Bryant, and uh, with me per usual, is uh, our good pal Cameron Hawkins. Uh, Cam, what's happening? What's going on, man? Not too much, man. Uh, how are things? Things are just fine. Good to hear. Uh, we've got a uh, decent amount of stuff to talk about. We've, uh, you know, wrestling topics and non-wrestling topics. Um, I've got I've got questions, quirky. Questions about a quirky topic? <laughs> I just can't. Cam makes Cam uh, puts puts people in situations where they just can't win, and I got questions. Uh, so we'll talk about <laughs> we'll talk about that. So wow. Uh, but yeah, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information before we get to Gavin. Uh, if you want to hit us up and talk to us directly, uh, call us on the Constellation lines. Uh, hit us up at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. Uh, if you can't call us for whatever reason, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. We've got uh decent amount of... Uh, yeah, two VIPs and no two nons in the VIP. So yeah, so get your emails in, get them in at East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. Uh, Twitter is always a way to get at the show. Find the show at East Coast Cast. Twitter dot com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E, Hawk. And, uh, yeah, chime in on the polls and topics of the day and week over there. Interact. I decided to to do some interacting with this week's topic. It just was, uh, I was so inclined. So, yeah, so we'll get to that in a little bit. Little bit. And, um... And formerly the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook, the Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. <clears throat> Got the things to uh, share, articles, memes, that kind of that kind of stuff. Uh, check us out there, facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast, or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch in the search, and you'll come up on uh, the East Coast cast page. You'll see the logo of Cam and myself. Um, we did have 
couple of more folks like the page. Uh, longtime fan, uh, longtime Lino, longtime listener. Met met him at uh, personally met him at WrestleMania uh, 29 in New York, New Jersey, and uh, joined the smoke sesh. We smoked Joey Flaherty's uh, hotel room out. <laughs> uh, Chris Longo, so appreciate the like, Chris. Uh, after you know seven, eight years, thanks. <laughs> uh, I guess that happens. And and my roommate, you know, I sent out that blast. Hey, like my page, give me pad my numbers, pad my stats. <laughs> and he and he uh, he he uh, liked the page. So thanks, guy. And uh, Lamarcus, who we uh, got an email from last week. Uh, so appreciate that, guys. Share the page on your timeline. And tag your uh, wrestling buddies in it and uh, spread the word that way. You know how it works. And uh, if you want to send us a voicemail, you can just go to eastcoastcast.com. All the social media contact is available there, including the uh, voicemail function and availability. So don't forget about that. Um, so, yeah, Cam, uh, headlines, poll results, where are we starting? I think the headlines should be backlash. Um, you know, pay per view event. Um, first true pay-per-view since WrestleMania, um, either ran back some of those matches or you put stamp on a few feuds. Um, and, and the big talking point is the main event that was Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe. And, and the big talking point out of it is definitely, you know, fans walking out of the main event and then the uh, – you know, fans walking out during the main event, and then basically the, the no pun intended, backlash from, from every angle, from people who reviewed it to people talking about it on Twitter to just, uh, you know, the in-person reaction. It seems to be, you know, the most blatant refusal of, of Roman Reigns as a main eventer that we've had to date. Um, and so the poll was basically, um, what's a more effective form of protesting a main event that the crowd doesn't like. Um, you know, the beach balls or the distractions that you saw at WrestleMania or just walking out during the main event like you saw at Backlash. And, um, you know, 90, 93% say that walking out is more effective. And I even said at the time, like, that would be a more effective thing to do, not even for demonstration, but for the other people who paid around you. Because... It's well documented. I will, you know, punch somebody in the face at wrestling for taking away from my good time, and I can't be the only one who thinks like that. But and, and the I'm way you framed it, somebody. Oh. my bad. But but the way you even framed it is, if you would have asked me before we saw both, like if we hadn't seen either or had just seen one, like with the beach ball, beach balls, we've seen mm-hmm. that a bunch. Not really in the main event. That's very, very rare. So when it happened at mm-hmm. WrestleMania, it was, uh, you know, I'm trying to remember if something happened in Dallas. You know, Triple H, Roman Reigns was boring as fuck and seven hours in. So uh, I don't, uh, yeah. Um, but I would have said walking out is like, oh, that's definitely going <laughs> to get you the most, get you the most attention. Or the right kind of attention, because the beach balls get a ton of attention. People talk about it all the time, and, you know, various ways. I love the beach balls. Most people, you know, rightful, are, are decent human beings and, and say it sucks and, you know, it's disrespectful and stuff. But 
and 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 the response would be just leave then if you don't like it. And it's like you know what? Yes, let's take that next step and get the hell out of here, and 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 just sh- and just show that that's that's so. I think that's so effective. So we'll see going forward. Like, okay, this these things don't just happen in a in a in a vacuum and and just go away. You can typically point to a specific city, a specific moment when something truly got over. Like I remember after WrestleMania, after uh, the, I remember it was the Montreal Screwjob two or three, whatever the one with Hogan and Rock and Sylvain mm-hmm. Grenier. Um, that was the show where going two after a false finish after a two count became and that show and then the next year and a half of shows going forward that was the thing so people are going to go wow that worked that i noticed that that's how yeah i hate roman reigns too so this is going to be interesting not just on the fans reaction if it carries if it you know builds some kind of momentum but wwe's uh reaction to it like do they finally go okay 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 fine you, you know, we get it. We hear you. We, find, we, we see you, literally, walking out. Uh, so this is going to be so interesting on so many levels, or and and yeah, in so in so many ways, going going forward. It's almost I almost am willing to say they are definitely turning Roman Reigns heel. Like the last two weeks of his promos and stuff, and the chain, and like I, I, I scolded people on like Wade show like three weeks ago when somebody brought up, you know, and it's, you know I wear chain about that length too myself. Like, hey, why is that a scumbag move? It's just that's me. Uh, but yeah, it's like I, I think something's something's finally in the works, and and WWE would, it's their only move at this point, and who knows if it'll even work now, but. I think it will, Cam. Yeah, I mean, as someone who pays attention to the details, like that's 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 why we have this platform because we see the details. I mean, it does seem like it's like no way anybody's this brazen or dumb, even if it's Vince McMahon, and and the things that he's been scripted to say aren't you know face things. Like like you have to believe. Let me tell you this, and they'd never do this, but it's like the best idea and the worst idea. And, you know, I know we'll get to it. What if? So, you know, Roman Reigns didn't win the Money in the Bank qualifying match, right? Who knows? Maybe he gets another one. Daniel Bryan didn't win his Money in the Bank qualifying match, right? <laughs> yeah. What if they say you're Roman Reigns against Daniel Bryan at Money in the Bank, and the winner gets to face? It's into the match later taking, on. No, no, not even later on. But they win. They basically become the number one contender on their brand, and they have Roman Reigns oh, <laughs> beat Daniel Bryan oh. clean or otherwise. Like. Oh. It would just be the worst thing ever. <laughs> because, but, I mean, unless you were turning Roman Reigns, and then you get the exact reaction that you want. Right. Like, it's perfect, but oh, I don't I don't know. Like, I, I feel like we've been 
we want the right thing to happen so bad, maybe we're blinded to this wrong thing happening and happening and happening. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and um Oh, you know what? Before I, I don't we had a bonus poll. We did have a bonus poll pretty, and um it was a, a pretty good bonus poll if I'm allowed to say that. Um the I bonus think this is where I chimed people. in. This was the one that got me like This is where you started arguing going with people. forth with the folks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was who had the better frog splash, Eddie Guerrero or Rob Van Dam. And and predictably, um, it was close. I thought it was going to go the other way, but predictably it was close. Um, 53% Eddie Guerrero, 47% Rob Van Dam. And, points. You know, I thought it would be more of a 10, 12 point. I thought Van Dam, uh, Guerrero would run away with it. He did early, like when it was, you know, less than mm-hmm. you know, 50 votes or something. Mm-hmm. He was he had a, you know, three-to-one lead or something, but more people saw it and, and voted and chimed in uh, it evened out, but you know, Van Damme had definitely had his, it's, his uh, supporters, those were the ones that were t- you know more, I think, vocal, like, that's what made me come out and say, eh, this is why I think RVT's uh, Frog Splash was a little better. Yeah, and my thing was, I, I clearly showed my bias in, like, in the poll, because then I posted both of them, like, I, I thought that Eddie's was more streamlined and looked more impactful, and that, you know, Rob Van Dam's was really athletic in the mid-air turns. Hyper-athletic cool. in the, the mid-air turns. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, but I think that just, Eddie's just, like, of course, you would say the person who runs faster and jumps higher is the more athletic one, and I bet Rob Van Dam can run faster and yeah. jump higher, but if one of them like, I'm not picking the raw one to do my floor routine in the Olympics. You know what I mean? Like, 80 is going to have tighter turns on his. Like, the flips are going right. to hit, and he's going to land perfect. Um, I'm not even sure about the, like, the jumping and running faster thing. You know? No, that's my point, I, I, I think... Right. Oh, no, uh, no, I'm thinking I wouldn't go with the assumption that Van Damme's just a better... Natural higher jumper and faster in like a sprint or whatever. Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> you know, and obviously, because, hey, like, Eddie wins. How bulky is he? You know, what part of his career and that, all that stuff. But just overall, the Eddie things that Rob RVD. did, like doing the Van Terminator. Do you want to do RVD like, though? Do you want to do the, the the vertical test or like the hopping on a b- barrel or whatever the the thing is against Eddie Guerrero? I mean, I think Eddie Guerrero has better coordination. Like Eddie's fine. I just wanted those but I still think athlete like, kind of guys that seem like he could probably yeah. do anything. But I, I still think <laughs> a lot of, flat well, out with no um, enhancements, I think that if, if if I have these two guys run a 40, I think Rob Van Dam's going to be faster. Like, if I have these two okay. guys do a vertical, I think Rob Van Dam's going to jump higher. If I put him on okay. a bench press, I, I think Rob Van Dam's going to do more. But I also think that like Eddie's form is going to be just better on all of these things. Like I've seen gotcha. them both do suplexes. You know what I mean? Like Eddie's just. Well, like, oh, well, you sure. <laughs> yeah. There's and, no. And somebody, there's, um, hey, who's who's suplexes and and natural and wrestling moves were crisper and finer and blah blah blah. It, it'd be you know it'd be that uh, it'd be the uh, the walkout or beach balls 
But no, so of course somebody asked, what about D-Lo? And I was like, look, D-Lo, as great as he was, D-Lo's my man. I cosplayed as D-Lo. But it was a gimmick. Let's, let's, let's like, was a gimmick. Although it was <laughs> nice. I like the form, like the kicking the legs out and putting the both hands through the leg. You know, I like like the – but it was – no, he's not the guy to <laughs> the, get to that argument. Like, stop it. Uh, yeah, and then me and Jason got into it about uh, whether whether uh, RVD selling it like because he hurt himself, if that factored into if that made it less or more, you know, and that's just that's just you're going to make the argument for who you like, no matter like what makes sense. Like mm, I'm selling my guy, and and that's kind of what that mm-hmm. <laughs> evolved into. But yeah, no, that was. Who, oh, oh, and Eddie dislocated his elbow like three weeks in mm-hmm. to the Radicals' run. Uh, but, but like I said, that did, you know, that was kind of like, you know, oh, yeah, he really hurt himself. Like, not in the kayfabe way. He legit busted his elbow up. Uh, but it yeah. directly led to one of the, one of the cooler gimmicks, uh, heel gimmicks, which is the hiding the, the lead pipe or whatever pipe in your, in your, in your sling and your ringside. Mm-hmm. Or you know whatever that was amazing stuff. That was really my first introduction to you know, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. So, all right, cool. Good polls. Good uh, polls. Um, oh, Marty says Vince is too stubborn to turn turn reins, so he's not even convinced. I mean, and, and he's not Marty. You're not alone. Like it, it's very. I think it's the common idea. I, I do think that what I'm saying is wishful thinking, like practicality is wishful thinking at this point. Like it just, it makes so much sense to turn him for, for the reason that like this thing is not working. You've tried just about everything. And if well, why haven't we chosen? I, that, that, that makes me side with Marty. Like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Just beat Joe. Yeah. And and I mean, I still think he's going to be pushed as, like, me saying he's going to be heel is not me saying that he's not going to be the focal point. I still think he's going to win, if not all, almost all of his matches. Like, I don't think that's going to change. Sure. But, but, but leading know? to a turn, you know, you're on a bit of a, you know, you had the fluky loss against Brock. Uh, after a real clean loss against Brock, um, you know you beat Jinder Mahal, I think, or or no, whatever that turned into like some kind of five way or six man tag. I don't remember a few weeks back, but um, you know you win that, those kind of things. But a pay per view match again, if a turn is 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 imminent and going to happen in the next month or six weeks or so. I, I think that lost a loss to Joe helps with that, and it's certainly you know, I don't know maybe it's just me fanning out for 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 Joe, and I don't want to see him take L's, but I, and I also understand Joe's got that foot, and at any moment they're like, no, what if we wait? What if we give Joe that win, and then on some, on the SmackDown tape and he gets hurt? You know, it's as yeah. long as that's in their head, you know. And 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 it kind of should be, you know, two hundred sixty-five pound guy with a damn plantar fascia thing. Uh, 
but they seem to be doing a decent job limiting his, you know, activity. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's, uh... Oh, just got to like Jason Morales. He's a homie. You know, did... Yeah, he did my show uh, with me this last weekend. It's my man. Uh, what was his? The, the WCW? No, that was... Uh, early Monday Night Wars. Ah. Oh, so was he a WCW guy? So was he like all about? No, no, no. We talked. We really talked. Um, like ninety leading up to uh, Survivor Series, uh, kind of the Shawn Michaels's and and Bret Hart's, and then talked a little bit about rebooking the Invasion angle. But no, he was he was pretty much WWF at that point. Um, so yeah. Pretty cool. Oh, yeah, Marty also uh, reminds us uh, that uh, Charlotte Flair is out for uh, surgery to fix a a busted breast implant. It's Um, interesting that, like, I think outside of Marty knowing it, because Marty would know things like this, it's interesting that to miss time for something that more than likely you cosmetically did for your career. Um, I think this happened like a few times with women in WWE, so I don't know how much WWE actually encourages it, but like, I don't know. It's an interesting conversation. It's an interesting conversation that women who talk about wrestling, I'd be interested to see what they think about it. Because like it's, it's, yeah, like doing things cosmetically, to probably enhance your career, and then that costing you time, um, you know, is it worth it in the long run? That's it's an interesting and, conversation. And does it hurt? I mean, I can't imagine it's, like, fun to go through. Can't be great. Yeah. Now, nowadays you're safer than you would have been 20 years ago as far as what they're made out of, but um, um, saline is pretty uh, benign, uh, inert, whatever the the, the – terminology for the material would be um but yeah so at least that's like it's just a matter of getting it getting it fixed and getting her getting her tits right to be <laughs> blunt about it and i don't know how long does that take because you can't just alexa the reason why she's been wrestling in t-shirts and all and not taking bumps um i missed a match on sunday with her and nia jack so i didn't see how how that was treated, or how she was, you know, met physically from Naya. But, uh, you know, Billy and the K's were out because one or both, I don't know, uh, maybe both of them got, got work before at the end of their NXT run. Um, you, in assumption, you assume in, in preparation for their main event or main roster run. And this isn't something we've talked, had really talked about in the last few years because it hasn't been either something that's gotten become public, like, Billy and uh, Peyton and Alexa and, and you know this incident with Charlotte, um, but it seemed like that wasn't a a, a prerequisite. I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody wasn't coming up. You know, coming from developmental before they made it to main rock. Like, no, Sasha Banks didn't go and. To, to to my knowledge and to my eyes, like she just, you know, she looks, she can, her frame looks consistent up and up and down. Um, you know, uh, you know, 
again, I'm assuming Bailey's like natural up top, and again, her frame supports the look. You know, everything looks proportional. Proportional. Uh, not that Billy Kay or now Alexa Bliss or anybody doesn't, but you know, it was just not needed. You didn't go, man. If she only had a, you know, oh the Bellas, Nikki Bella. That was probably the most recent, like obvious deal made about kind of thing, because. You know, can't really hide that when you're twins and one does something like that. So, uh, so yeah, like you said, that would be interesting to hear. With hear with a woman who's actually maybe even gotten work done, like some kind of you know augmentation or something like. How, you know, are you you know whether it's she's athletic or not or physically you know, but just uh, on the mechanics or the psychology or any all that stuff that I don't think we necessarily get or can talk about in a educated way. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Uh Jobber on in the in the chat uh says Vincent WWE got the Saudi oil money, seventy mil plus over ten years. What? That's some bull that is bullshit. They did not get no seventy mil. That's it. That's it. I'm disappointed. I am disappointed. Remember last week I said 200 mil for 20 years is, is or for 10 years is kind of on the low end line. You probably get half a bill out of these folks. Like seriously, they're just sitting, literally sitting on money, <laughs> figuratively and literally. It's not even funny how the opulence and decadence that these people like. Look at their buildings. Look at the, the the Burj Khalifa or whatever. Fam. They build it. Look at, no, don't look at the building. Look at the island that it sits on that they built. <laughs> I don't know. It might not be Saudi, uh, the UAE. I don't, that's, you know, maybe Qatar money or, or Qatar money or whoever. But 70 mil plus, that, must, that better be a big plus. He says they don't need to care about the fans anymore. All right. You selling your company to Prince fucking Mohammed fucking Ben Salim or whatever? If not, better not have that kind of attitude. Can you imagine if Vince, like, scraps the XFL thing and then, like, tries to (laughs) buy himself an oil rig? (laughs) No, buy himself an oil rig is hilarious, though. Because I'm just imagining him at the top of one, like shaking his fist. Wait, no, he would, he would he would come in at Not 70, yet. whatever years old, like thinking he like we did with football or, and would probably try to do again with football. Like I know football because I've watched it a few times. He ain't a fan, no way. <laughs> you know, I know how to do football. Watch this. I know how to run an oil rig. Boom! Bunch of people die. Regulations all fucked up. <laughs> that's, that's more likely what would happen. The WBF of the fucking oil business. It's no good. Yeah, but if it's no body good at all. The Federation it was a real had consequence. So I hope you're wrong, Jobber. I hope you're wrong just by the money. <laughs> that number, like you did all that, you sullied your reputation. 
to, you know, in, in a lot of ways for 70 mil over 10 years? <laughs> no way! Like, you did 70 mil okay. at the gate at WrestleMania, right? Like, <laughs> damn. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, I don't know if that's what they like, did 50, I don't know. But it just seems so pathetic and low. Gosh. I mean, to go off on this whole thing, but... <laughs> Okay, okay. Let's uh, talk to some folks. Let's, uh... <laughs> God damn it, Marty. He should he should try to buy Deepwater Horizon, the one that blew up, like, in 2012. Uh, $70 million is what they paid after... It's <laughs> what they got after they paid Brock Lesnar. <laughs> damn. That's a damn. It is. And somebody says, I have a fire stick in here. I can watch wrestling next week. Really? That's all it takes? Like, hmm. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Let's talk to some folks. Um, I think this is the man with all the opinions today. Marty, uh, is that you? What up? Hey, what's up? What's happening, Mark? You. Uh, about to go into uh, therapy to get my screwed up head rearranged. Always fun. Okay. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You, uh, Trav, you should have seen the uh, conversation we were having on Facebook. Uh, uh, some, I think it was uh, Zubia or someone posted uh, a picture of this, you know, very voluptuous woman, woman wearing a Confederate. Bikini, and we were all going in yeah. like you know we should like uh, you know have a northern invasion and stuff like that. Sure, Up, upscale. And what did, what did I say, Marty? Nice. <laughs> oh, uh, Bardre ba- ba- had the best line though. I think I-, I asked what's her name, and he said Ray Sif. Ray Sif. And, 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 and what Ray. did I say, Marty, when somebody asked if I if I'd go there? You said nope. Exactly. So since we're since we're off on you know a bit of off the wall personal Facebook topics, <clears throat> I don't understand how in the context of what was going on in that thread, how Doctor Levi Wrangler from the Planet Bugle Boy gets an angry face? <laughs> because you're, you're doing too much. You're doing way too much. <laughs> Wait a minute. Like it, okay. it was a very simple oh exercise. Oh, my God. Too <laughs> much. How? Like, yeah, it was, it was very easy like, to just... Oh, you could have just got it right and said, hey, but you had to do too What's much. What's your answer? Oh, you you being, you, you being too creative. <laughs> no, I... I no, I, what what I said on that thread was, you know, they should have a northern invasion, and then she would need reconstruction uh, for twelve years. Yeah, we're definitely talking. Oh, and, about and I mean, that's it's hey, Amari. That's pretty funny, but stop. Okay, no, I, I, I think I won. I muted. <laughs> it was. No, I I think I won. I won the internet today when I sent Trav that T-shirt, that Chernobyl T-shirt thing. 
See, Marty, it we doesn't can, work. Okay, because now you're going to have to set the visual, right? So it's it has sleeves yeah. on both sides instead of so it's not a T-shirt, it's an F shirt. Uh, you know, and it's like, oh, my mom went to Chernobyl, and all I got was this F shirt. But, 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 Mark, I, yeah, no, it's a, it was like decent in a text because I can see it and I can chuckle, but can't bring. Doesn't, yeah. With your fabulous hey, storytelling, I do the best I can. Well, I just hey, I do you the do, best I can. and and credit yeah. credit to you, sir. And, and one more thing, uh, wait, what? Before yeah. you, uh, one more thing, um, yeah. Cheesecake is closer to pie than it than it is to a cake. Uh, it's the simple it facts of it. Uh, it's it's just the rules of yeah. things. You don't find cake with crust on it. Just because it has the name cake in it, like that doesn't override ingredients and presentation and, and everything. Uh, so I'm off yeah, calling it something completely different. Crusted custard. It was something that me and my roommate came in the, in the kind of compromise on, but uh, it's closer yeah. to pie than it is a okay. cake. Yeah, I'll give you okay. that one. But on that note, fellas, I got to get going. So but you'll I'll be baking, Marty. <laughs> oh, oh, damn, all right. All right, Marty. <laughs> Guess Marty has something else to do. All right, let's move on to uh, to Newark. And uh, talk to Kyle and get his pay-per-view uh, experience. Kyle, what's wow. happening? How was the show in person? Ah, come see, come see. <laughs> That's how you feel? But what'd you say? I said it was come see, come see. Some, some good, some. Really that what that means? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was. I could, it was a hit or miss show. I could have done it without the extreme amount of rest holes and the six low blows in our title match, but... Yeah. It made a lot of sense that they weren't cleared to wrestle for so many reasons. <laughs> and th- this is probably one of the rare times I'm going to say this because he is normally known for producing better matches than what we got on Sunday, but Michael Hayes did a terrible job of producing Roman versus Samoa Joe. I hope he was reamed out in the back for it afterwards because that was just horrible. How do you know Hayes was the personal agent on that match? I mean, she got some kind of backstage access that, you know, you were there. Were you you seats in Gorilla? The run sheet leaked on Monday. Oh shit! <laughs> well, that'll do it. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I don't know if he's the only one that should get uh, get reamed out for. I mean, I don't. He's not in charge of the finish, so you can't really get on him about uh, or the 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 res- 
result the win and winner and loser uh, be as clear as possible. He still oh. might have put the finish together as the agent of the match, but who won and who lost was not his decision. Um, but there weren't good finishes up and down this show. Like a lot of matches, you you, they, you finish and we're like, what the fuck was that? I mean, at the, who booked Carmella versus Charlotte that way? First off, who booked her to, to – I mean, obviously Vince wants Carmella to stay the champ, but damn, James Ellsworth or something, no run-in. They were, you know, newer. I don't know if he's from Newark or that area, but they could have did something. Have a – I'm not going to ever forget that. They could have gotten them. And then just relatively clean, like, oh, Carmella just beat Charlotte. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) So more than Joe Reigns or, or anything else, even to finish the Nakamura AJ, I was okay with because of uh, where I know or where I hope the story goes and continues. I just didn't need, like Highland said, all the low blows. I don't know if there were six. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I, 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 didn't, I, I counted them, so yeah, no, I, I believe I, you. So that's that's I ridiculous. There were six. So I assume three apiece somehow, right? No way AJ took four. And I mean, maybe. That's, yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. It's too many. Um, but even 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 so, I thought the match was first certainly fine. Really good, actually. And, and then the finish was like, all right, well, whatever. Keep this thing going. I don't know how you, how you book what's the next thing, how do you get to it. But we'll see. But a lot of stuff had me thinking, like, what the hell? What were they thinking? Who booked this shit? So I don't think Michael Hayes' Island should be the only one uh, getting chewed out. I think Roman and Joe got something to do with that. That slow ass, like, like it's worse when the match starts. Is it worse when the match starts out hot and then just, or is it worse than if it just never gets out of second gear? It's like, well, at least we got the hot scent, the hot start, but whatever. I mean, I really liked it, is the thing. Like, I watched it really not with the sound on. I'm, I'm just watching the action. I really thought it was good, especially, and, and the thing about it, like, we talk about how, like, are they going to turn Roman heel? If you noticed, Roman did way more, quote-unquote, moves than he typically does in matches. And he did a lot of moves. And to me, that was to try to sway the audience to get behind him to, you know, affect one of his larger criticisms. Uh, but, yeah, like, I watched it, and immediately I, I was on Twitter, I was like, hey, like, Roman and Joe put on a hell of a match. <laughs> Twitter did not agree with me, and they let me know pretty yeah. much immediately and pretty impactfully. And I'm like, oh, I guess. I mean, but, you know, I couldn't hear reaction, and regardless of what I'm seeing, if people aren't reacting to it, it's not very good. Like, that's just the facts about it. Um, so, so yeah, that was, uh, it was interesting to see him try to do more. I always compare matches like that to Cena at one night stand where John Cena was doing moves. You've never seen John Cena do to adjust to the environment. And in the short term, yeah. it didn't have any effect other than like, you still suck. <laughs> I kept telling him, yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, in the short or long term, like it just was, it was it was just a personal thing. Like, hey, watch this. I can do what you little spot monkeys do and what. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, Kylan, any uh, anything more about the show, or you know, if you want to get right to your wrestling question, you can. Um, I I thought me 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 had a wonderful match. I yeah. I thought I thought Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy did a nice job contrary to what Todd Martin and some of our others have believed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fuck that match. <laughs> Bullshit ass match. <laughs> Like, then you got the match we saw on Thursday or Tuesday between Miz and Hardy. Like, you know what? Extra fuck that match. But continue. And even even though he he did have to take most of the actual beating in that match, it was nice to see Bobby Lashley. Be the one to get the pin in the Lashley Strowman KO Sami Zayn match. Yo, what do we think about? Like, I I do not like the idea of a delayed vertical suplex being a finisher. Like, I really don't like that. <laughs> I think finisher now. That's what he finished the match with. Um. I, I think that, um, like, it's such a cool transition move, but it is not, like, yeah. I think if, if Bobby Lashley's yeah. issue is that you think he's bland or you don't hear him do things, the worst thing you can do is strap him with that as a finisher. <laughs> like, I understand like, that Roman Reigns, like, has the spear as a finisher. I understand a lot of people use that in some way, shape, form, or fashion. I understand the Dominator is the other de, de facto black finisher other than the, uh, what is it, the complete shot? Like, I understand this. Find something else. Please find something else. Like, it just well, doesn't. Well, lately, you know, uh, uh, Shelton and Truth get to do, like, the pay, pay dirt type maneuver. Whatever, you exactly. know, that, like, that's it. Well, no, that's, that's the, like, I'm talking about that. That's a jumping complete shot. Like, yeah, like, let's not, got to do something different, man. Like, and the verti- <clears throat> delayed vertical suplex is a cool mid-match thing that shows people how strong he is, but it is not a finisher. Don't, don't do that. Yeah, if it's just like, hey, we can, fin- yeah, finish a match. Because I'm all for secondary moves finishing matches uh, every now and then. That's totally that's awesome, but what if that's like his finisher? I don't. I mean, it was barely a finisher when British Bulldog was doing it in '95. Like, I don't even know if it was his finisher, finisher then. He, ne- he never used that as a finisher. But he did it right. That was like a state. That was like a, a yeah. It was one of his moves. Signature move. Yeah. Okay, but it wasn't. A, see, but yeah, it, it wouldn't have worked in '95. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. No, 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 no. Can't do it. Got to do better. Can't do it. Anything else for us, Kylie? 
Um, so as far as my actual questions go for this week, this might be too er too early to ask both of you for question number one, but as of right now, who are you predicting to win the men's money in the bank matches? As of right now. Uh, I like Balor early. Three people in it? I like Balor early. I think that it's a way to keep him up and around the main event, regardless of who you have him working with, um, because it seems like... You can see Balor in three months still carrying that briefcase around and, 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 and doing things around, around, around that. And... Well, no, I mean, I can see, because it's been a while since I think a face has had it, if they keep Balor's face, I can see Balor an- announcing in advance, this is where I'm going to do it. Doing it uh, that way, honorable way. Uh, whatever, and I'm blah. like, this is where I'm um, going to do it, and I'm bringing the demon Lester? with me. I guess. And I'm bringing the demon mm. with me. So let's go. And I'm bringing, oh, oh, and then, oh, oh, oh. You know, and then oh. that's a thing. But, yeah, if, if they're not going to, like, if him and Seth, is something that's not going to happen, like him as a as a heel, Seth is the face, then yeah, I can see, like he would be my early guy that I'd go with just because he's been, you know, he's been back for a while, he's been healthy, and he's had some, you know, some really good quality matches. He's been up and around the top of the card. So I think it's just a way to, um, you know, finally have him in that thing. Like I don't think you do – I don't think you let a guy that you care about do Ballot Club for everyone unless you hold him in high regard and think he can withstand any outside pressures that might bring. So, yes, I think if I have to go with somebody early, he'd be the guy. You wouldn't let him do Ballot Club forever? What do you, what do you mean by that? No, I'm not saying I wouldn't let him do it. I'm saying the fact that they did let him do it shows me that they have a certain level of confidence in him as – the character and performer in his fan base to where they feel like they're comfortable doing it with him and he holds a high enough standard. Like, you're not going to get uh, Mojo Rally for everyone, you know? Even though Mojo, I thought, was at his best on Monday night, both outside yes, he and was. inside. I thought he was really yeah. good. Like he, he had the I – th- I thought the, there were some parts of the promo or, you know, uh, his, his, his talking shit to, to, to Rollins on the way – to the ring, and that was just because of how the crowd reacted to him, and that's just what you're going to get at this point of of a push in quotations. Um, like he's just going to have to earn. People are like, "Who the fuck are you? What are you doing out here? Are you serious?" And that's just that's just what's going to happen. Um, but but he got he gathered himself and and didn't let it like you know bother him. But he did he certainly uh, acknowledged some of the stuff. Uh, with his with his body language and how he looked at the crowd, but no, yeah, and then in the ring they had a damn good match. Like, they really did. Uh, really I, I wonder is, is this Rollins just because he's just on right now, or like, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I think Mojo's carrying his his end of this match here. Yeah, I think he did well. Yeah. So, all right, let's. Uh, Talk to some folks. What are you? Uh, how are you on time? I got a little time. You're good. 
let's uh let's go to I don't know, who's 240? It looks <clears throat> unfamiliar. Is, that, is 240 Maryland? I think 240 is Maryland. Okay, you would, you would uh, certainly know. Uh, 240. Yep, western half of Maryland. Portion of the greater D.C. So, I don't know. I don't know if Junior Macon is uh, his return. Okay, so Jobber in the chat room posted, it's from blogofdoom.com. It's a Saudi money thread, so it's just a message board. Did you see a man's got arrested? <laughs> they arrested somebody Ooh. for speaking out against WWE. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Y'all out there getting people in trouble, WWE. They got to, I don't know. It's it's messy. So one of the first first posts I would see on this seven point five a year for a company that did eight hundred million in revenue in twenty seventeen. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of money, but at the same time, it's less than one percent of their revenue. Is it? Is seven point five million dollars a lot of money? <laughs> I mean, uh, you just said they made eight hundred, you know, eight hundred mil. Yeah, so anyway, that's just a message board thing. But thanks for the link, uh, Jabber. Let's, uh, yeah, so let's go to that D.C. number. Um, D.C., Maryland, uh, who's this? What up? Hey, hey guys, it's LaMarcus again. That's what I'm coming from. Oh, no, I finally made my drive here, so. Everything worked out all right? Where'd you call from last time? Was it like a, was it a Georgia number or something? Same? Okay. Yeah, because when I first moved into the DMV area, I lived in uh, Maryland for like a year. So when I switched numbers, I just got the Maryland number. Is your – is your uh, what was your situation last week? You were like on, literally like on the road, right? Like going from – Yeah, I was on the road. Driving to Mississippi, right? I was driving through – sorry. You're driving to Mississippi? Yeah, y'all still here in Mississippi. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's right. But yeah, but y'all, I'll think I'll. Yeah, how'd that, how'd that go? Yeah, time. that'll work That's out. That's cool. I mean, I didn't have any issues or anything. No car issues or nothing. So it was a pretty good drive. No Mississippi Sheriff's Sorry. Department oh, no, issues. Oh no no no. no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, I, I missed, here. I, um, yeah, I missed like I knew I was, I was in the real south and I was like leaving out of uh, out of the gas station and like this random black guy he was like. Hey, what's up, fam? I was like, I like shit. So, you don't really get that in DC. So, yeah, different levels sort of, so of friendliness to... down south. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. But um, that's just had a few topics to just sort of random topics to touch on. Um, so I noticed that Naya finally got her uh plates on her belt. So I know she didn't have it the the Raw after WrestleMania, I think the week after that, she didn't have a place on her belt. The thing when the wrestlers don't have a place on their belts right away, is that a sign that maybe they weren't planning for Nia to help to uh, win a championship yet or what? Because you'll sort or... of think that because she's been spinning for a lesson with a lesson for a while, so you'll think that they would have like had those plates already made by the time they started having her feud with a yeah. You know you, what, you think I, I think they would have a major... Period. Like, well, she's going to be champion anyway, like, <laughs> or sooner right. or later. 
lot of it's logo workshopping, though. Like, yeah. AJ has a very clear logo. Like, back when right. like when Rock had the, um, the WWE the title, Bulls. like, the second most recent one, like, yeah, he has the Bulls. Like, Stone Cold has the, uh, you know, Smoking Skulls. But then when mm. you play, like, the WWE 2K games or the SmackDown versus Raw games, some guys would have mm-hmm. plates and some wouldn't. I think with Nia, it was probably just developing the right logo to go with that a lot of that yeah. was about. Like, not everybody had them, because hers is just, like, her name in a different font, right? Yeah, that's how it is. What's Bobby Lashley? I mean, he's only been around, you know, for three weeks a month. But, you know, I think it would Bobby take a Lashley, while. Again, he's not Nia Jackson. hasn't been pushed to probably win the title for the last, you know, six weeks or whatever. Um, but, you know, does he have a logo? Some people just have very obvious, uh, very obvious logos you would go with. Like Miz, you would just put an upside-down uh, stylized WWE right. logo. <laughs> or at least yeah. for one, and then maybe the other like, would say awesome or something. I don't know. But, yeah. I think Bob's logo is like a silhouette. He'll just with his uh, hands. How he, how he does that point. I think he yeah. comes out. I think, I think that's his logo. But yeah, I just that was just an observation. Um, another He's one. He's the bald headed human body. Yeah. <laughs> right. Another one. Um, are there any like I know Dub Dub loves usually different like phrases and stuff. Are there any phrases that you just cringe whenever they use? Because I mean, because announcers use them a lot. Like, or it's just words that use like rallying or building up momentum and stuff like that. Like I hate when they say things like well some like a lot of wrestlers say things like um, they aren't giving they they aren't giving titles out there like earn them and stuff like that but you see or they'll say things like if you aren't what it, how it goes if you aren't in this business to become to become world champion then you shouldn't be in the business at all but they say that but then you have Seth that say he's not focused on the world title right now he's focused on the Intercontinental title. And um, yeah. and Sam Balor saying well, that I mean, he doesn't a lot of that when you know when it's said the context is set in <clears throat> you know Austin said things like that like in interviews or on his podcast or in his personal you know not performing Stone Cold on TV and I'm sure he said it as Austin as Stone Cold on TV you know as Stone Cold Steve Austin you know in a in a wrestling championship context like if you ain't here for the championship hell son you shouldn't be you know but he also knows you know austin the person steve williams and stone cold steve austin you would think understands that uh santino there to be world champion does he really uh think he has (laughs) has that pedigree and the look and the demeanor and all that Right. Yeah. Well, so it's a it's a it's, a it's a cool thing to say, like in the mo, you know. But really, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Like, no, 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 right. no. A lot of people know that they're character actors. I don't think uh, Gary Sinise or or who's the who's the ugly one that was like in Armageddon. Who's Steve like, Buscemi. Oh, the ugly joke. Huh? Steve Buscemi. Buscemi, yeah, like he's not going to be no leading man, but he can have a 35-year acting career where he fed his and the next five generations of of people off of off of his work. 
Like, so it's just one of those things that's like cool to say when you're like championship level guy. It's like, yeah, it must be nice to, to. Entertaining the well, fans all what? upsets me. It really upsets me. Like, I'm here to entertain oh, yeah. the fans. Really upsets me. <laughs> because you're not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I definitely would rather the overconfident, you better be here to win championships, TV yeah. attitude than I'm here to entertain you. But if no, I had to I have hate, a choice, yeah. I hate polarizing. I hate bizarro land. Um, I hate up-and-comer. I hate Damn. it factor. I hate the all big that stuff. How do you hate up-and-comer? <laughs> That's like, just a way of describing a, 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 a rookie or a new person, right? Not when they're 35. Sometimes the things that Michael Cole says are just like, <laughs> stop talking. Like, the way he says things, like, like I don't Michael want to hear Cole's about Bobby Roode like, being an up-and-comer. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, okay, tell me yeah, sure. Like, Definitely got a point there. I hate the terminology, like, when it's used for, like, things that just aren't. I hate Seth Rollins being the architect in the Kingslayer. I hate it because you, just, you, you but they give you power. So do you hate Cerebro Assassin and all of Well, them? no, because Triple H was actively doing things in matches to to break people down mentally. He was playing mind games well, with people, but, but he or he would have, game. like, a sledgehammer in he the right spot. But I'm saying, like... He built the shield, architect. It's still corporate bullshit zinger, uh, one-liner. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it, but it, what I'm saying is, it is, but it, it has no it has no meaning in the things that they're showing us. Like, he really was the cerebral assassin because of what they had him do on TV. Like, his character played into that. Like, Seth Rollins uh, beat Triple H in a match, and he was just... He was in a match last WrestleMania. Like, they don't... I hate taglines. Right, he didn't play him. He's not days. gone for That's what I hate. Where yeah, you, where you always get to say, hey, where's Triple H? Oh, Seth Rollins yeah. beat him. He slayed, he slayed him, and he's not allowed to ever show his face, or he's dead, or whatever. To, yeah, they have no lasting <laughs> the value. Finality, like, the That's final the stuff that I hate. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's just, but like, it's like you said, though. It's the stuff, mainly for me, the stuff over the course of the match <laughs> that doesn't really have a bearing on the outcome and doesn't actually describe uh, what's going on in the ring and doesn't help what's what's happening with people in the ring. Like, it's – there's no reason for three people, number one, but probably the biggest byproduct of it being three people, you're saying more words than ever need to be said. Yeah. Or they're just uh, so, jumping on the, the black guy on the uh, desk. Michael, not Michael, so, Cole, so, uh, so, oh, Byron, or I mean, uh, Coach, yeah, Byron, yeah, Coach Byron, oh, Byron, or Katie, ganging up on him. Can't words ganging up on a black guy. <laughs> but my thing is, like, people like Seth, like, he, he's held the, the world title and the U.S. title before. Why can't you hold the world title and the Intercontinental and the title? You're saying you just focus on the Intercontinental title, and fans said they say he doesn't think he's old. A rematch, although he technically never lost the uh, universal title. So he's saying, I think he said something like he he's gonna work for himself instead of saying that he's old a rematch. So, so it's just one thing. It's like if you if they say that if you're not here for the world title, you shouldn't be here. Then I mean, they clearly just go with that. Like, yeah, 
Yeah, it's just but that line is just a convenience. It's just something you, you say out of convenience, like when you're either already there, when you're already at the top, or at or certainly near near that level. Um, you know, and it's it's just a convenience thing, a thing to make a guy seem more okay. over than he is. I don't, I don't know. Okay. And you and you mentioned logos earlier. I just had a question about uh, wrestler, wrestling T-shirts. And my thing is with clothes. I'm like, I'm not a label whore or anything. Actually, I hate labels unless it's like a Nike logo or something like that. Like I don't, I don't like. Well, I don't, I don't like I hate labels except on. one of the most recognizable labels in the entire planet. Yeah, yeah but I no. mean, <laughs> I mean, but it's like the like the Nike logo is very simple. So I mean. It was like with wrestling shirts. The one thing I hate about wrestling shirts is like when they have the wrestler's name on it. It's like you put the wrestler's logo on it, then I feel like you don't need the wrestler's name on it because sometimes they have very nice shirts, but to me they ruin it when they put the wrestler's name on it. Like you put the viper, the, the viper on the shirt, like yeah. I know that's Randy Orton, and a lot of people know it's Randy I, Orton. I have my own. Why you put his name on it? My own wrestling T-shirt apparel kind of uh, stuff. Like I'm not wearing anything with a with your with a guy's face on it. Like, right. that's not bad. Um, right. And, like, I, 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 you know, the Jericho T-shirt I had way back in, like, 02, the King of the World T-shirt. You know, it was like a silhouette. Oh, and it was a birthday gift, too. So uh, and it said Jericho, King of the World. So, yeah, I definitely wouldn't wear that bullshit today. I still have it somewhere, but I wouldn't, you know, I don't wear it, even the wrestling shows. Like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Uh, I don't want another nigga's yeah. name on my shirt. Or my one of my favorite shirts. One of my favorite shirts says right across the front, Samoa Joe is in his popular NXT uh, shirt. Like, sorry, but that shirt is dope. I haven't seen that. And it doesn't have a logo. Look at that shirt. The name is. The Wasn't shirt. there like? Yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, if it was like a really dope shirt, then a name wouldn't ruin it. But I just, but a lot of shirts I see that just a name ruin it. Like you have. The nice design stuff like that, then you'll see like the Russell's name on. Like I know who whose shirt that is. I mean, if another fan sees the shirt, they're gonna know whose shirt it is just by just. You know what? I mean, just um, looking at it. You know what my kind of caveat to all that is though. If it's a shirt, Mm -hmm. like I have a Bret Hart shirt, but it's like Mm -hmm. it's like those boxing gym shirts where it says the name, the person's nickname, the year they were established, like Master of the Sharpshooter, like but in cursive and classic letters. Like that, I'm okay with because it's like you know it's like a gym shirt. Like you like you're representing that person, like individual business. That I'm cool with. But like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like. I didn't. I thought I liked like my old Tommy Hilfiger t-shirt that said Tommy Hilfiger until I did. Because I don't want another man name on my chest. <laughs> so I did. Right. Um, but the thing, like, I don't want to wear like with wrestling shirts. I don't want my shirt to change the conversation. If I'm in a room, you know what I mean. Right. I'm be able to yeah. wear it. I'm comfortable in it, and then I can kind of continue to go on with with my night or my day. But wrestling shirts, yeah, like I, I think they have that particular line that they let that artist do that are really cool because of because of the way the art design on there. But yeah, like I'm not gonna wear a a, a Mella is Bunny shirt with Carmella on there. Just give me the logo <laughs> if I'm gonna wear that. Like yeah, that. Right. I mean, I get that they make. The biggest difference with WWE, and I kind of cut them a little slack, they're literally making a new T-shirt every six months for an entity that they've had working for them for 5, 10, 15 years. So eventually, you kind of, you know, ride in, but I don't know. They 
they, they all for their personal their ideas, own. the actual wrestler themselves, stuff starts getting through more. Like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Let's, what, what do you got? Oh, you drew this up, or you had your, you know, uh, 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 <laughs> Chuck Taylor. Uh, the, the, I can't think of their his, his handles. Damn, the, the something ink, ink, ink. God damn it! Oh yeah, lost in ink. Lost in ink. Lost in ink. You know, you go ahead, you lost an ink guy, draw it up for you, bring it, you present it. They're like, okay, sure. You know, if you've been here six, eight years, and we've, our creative people aren't exactly uh, super stoked. It's not blowing us away. You know, because of the newness of it, and they got other stuff. So, sure, we'll get this through. And sometimes, you know, they're, you know, hit, and sometimes they're not. They had Chuck Taylor, they'd be more hits than, than misses, for sure. But yeah. Neither here nor there. Right. Yeah, and I saw a what a Meltzer uh, report, whatever, saying that they're trying to give Roman the Daniel Bryan treatment. By saying that they're trying to keep him from winning the title, my thing is they're like with four WrestleMania main events and three World Title reigns late to be trying to give him the Daniel Bryan treatment. <laughs> like, honestly, like who is WWE trying to appeal to concerning Roman Reigns? I mean, I know they're trying to appeal to the kids, but they're trying to get the I guess quote unquote smart. I mean, smart fan on Roman's side, but yeah. I mean, they should know that we can see through everything they try to do with Roman. I mean, they're trying to get him damn Brian Stevenson. We're gonna see that. So, what are they trying to do? But you're right. Like you can't. Daniel Bryan is five foot eight and two hundred and three pounds, and put on world class matches. And Daniel Bryan was never supposed to be here. And Roman Reigns right. looked like he was built in a lab. Like it can't. I, I don't. I don't know. It doesn't. The, the logic isn't sound because you can't. The Rock was the people's champion because he was the cool guy that you wanted to be around, even if you weren't cool. Like Roman Reigns doesn't have that about him. Like you wouldn't. If if you were the quote unquote uncool guy, you would be like. He's the reason I'm not cool. If you were like a hater, you couldn't even be a hater with The Rock. You just have to appreciate that guy for who he is. But like everything, and, and granted, I am a firm believer that Roman Reigns is a hard worker. Like there's nothing about him that leads me to believe he's not going to work every day and, and doing all. No, he works four days a week. Him. He said that himself. Yeah, he told me. You know, so, so like it's not. <laughs> he I don't think yeah. he's like. Yeah, I, I don't think he's like not putting in the hours is just, and again, I'm somebody who doesn't have problems with it, but the way that you sell this guy isn't, oh, isn't it so bad they're keeping him from the world title? Like, I don't know. That makes zero sense on on every level. Like, you couldn't rob Roman Reigns' house and take everything, including his kids, and have him in a match to get his daughter back and people cheer it at the end. Just because what you do for that, it's not gonna turn like that. It's ridiculous. If Bray Wyatt kidnapped his daughter, people would cheer Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Right. They'd ask if he needs a safe house. Or 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 say they say they bought uh they bought Lars Sullivan up and that was like his first major program. You know, he's crazy guy, Bray broke in, kidnapped Bray's daughter. <laughs> Yay, Lars Sullivan! Wait a NXT NXT. <laughs> You're gonna sell so many Lars Sullivan name T-shirts. 
<laughs> yeah, it'd be like, you know what? Y'all built it. Y'all, y'all created this monster through y'all, you know, inept, you know, insecure style of pushing people. Uh, real quick, I'm watching. Uh, real quick, I'm watching last week's uh, NXT before next week comes on in a few minutes, and the segment between. Dakota Kai and Vanessa Bourne was so good and so well done. The before, uh, the during, and the after, you know, the conversation just lingering a little bit. It was so good. But this Dakota Kai, Shayna Baszler stuff is is uh, is is really good. Like that that payoff's going to be. Uh, and I doubt Dakota's going to be the one, but she's going to get close, and it's going to be, and the fans are going to really be into it. I don't think you're there yet. Um, I think it's at the end, but there's a point where Bianca Belair picks uh, what's my, what's Gargano's wife's name? Uh, Candice, Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae. Where she yeah, they're picks her up from a deadlift. Yeah, she picks her up from a deadlift and turns it into a gorilla. Person. And puts her on her shoulders, right? It's, some shit. It's re- not, but she picks her up to a. I think I think all the way up to a gorilla press. From a deadlift. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, she totally did. Yep. She's crazy strong and like, yeah, she's she's really impressive. Handle her in the way that they did, like, uh, not of course not an Oscar, but like an Ember Moon or like, like they just really they got a shot with her to be like a yeah. She's not she's not Ember Moon. I mean, Ember Moon is. Or, or was, you know, like, I mean, indie polished as, as you know, I mean, yeah. totally ready for prime time. Like, the fact that she hasn't missed a beat in NXT and then coming up to the main roster. Any, here, here comes the deadlift. The only issues, and Candace totally helped by locking her arm and giving her everything and posting. Like, it wasn't just, it was raw strength, but Candace was yeah. totally, like, professional there and doing everything she could to get Bianca over in that spot. Um, what were we saying? What was I saying? Um, yeah, just her physique and her look and just her attitude, like they really, if they go about that right and really she just needs time to develop, don't talk to her, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she's and then, Cause she's just not, she's not at the point where she's just wrestling. She's still d- Working out the next move in her head, she's not, you yeah. know, like. But she, but the fact that she's in there with a Candice LeRae, like she doesn't need to be in there with Lacey Evans uh, or Vanessa Bourne. It's the same argument I have with. I said I made for 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 um, Ronda Rousey. Like she needs to be in there with Mickey James and and right. and uh, Natalia eventually and those types because she's just not good and. Raw athleticism aside, uh, Bianca Belair isn't really a good worker yet. She has everything to become one, like you're explaining. But yeah, she just at that point of of just yeah, just give her some time. And I mean, Take your time, you know, man. real time. Don't even don't don't rush it. And I, and the fact that you know there are a lot of women getting over and stuff. I think that's uh, that helps her. That there's no rush. If they see money in her, which they should, that that we got to rush her to the uh, 
main roster thing shouldn't be there, or hopefully, hopefully isn't there. She needs a new. Be- she needs a better finisher. Uh, that 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 power bomb float over, keep them going, whatever. It's fine. It works when you're throwing somebody eighty pounds around like Candice LeRae, but. Uh, I'm just yeah. thinking, like, if she could, good she could probably get like everybody a five minute up for that. They probably would look really impressive with a with a bigger woman. So anyway, come on. Uh, anything else for us? Yeah, uh, two more quick things. Um, do you think they need to be more careful the way they book uh, Roman since Daniel is back? Because I'm not sure if I'm the only one, but I, but now I'm starting to notice things like. Roman didn't take the pinfall in his Money in the Bank qualifying match, but Daniel Bryan did. Well, one was in the triples. I mean, sure. I, I, I mean, they in context of Bryan, now that Bryan's back, no. They need to, no. That, that That's an argument for 2015. That is, okay. or 2014, also, whatever. Okay. And, and also, yeah. are there any wrestlers that you just, I'm not sure if it's, well, if it's current or past wrestlers, look at your like. Just sort of like, I'm proud. I'm like proud of him or proud of her right now. Because right now, the only wrestler I feel like is, is AJ. Because I do remember AJ when he first started off in TNA and stuff. And look at him now as WWE champion. I wear his first yeah. title right now. I was like, I like down that boy came a long way. I was like, feel proud of that boy. And before that, it was Edge because Edge is a wrestler that pretty much brought me back to WWE because. I remember watching wrestling. I mean, wrestling in the late '90s during the Attitude Era, and I don't, and honestly, I don't remember watching that again until the Rated R Superstar came about. So, I think so late is for Yeah, yeah. So it's probably like a big chunk of time. I was just so wait until yeah. Came along. No, I mean, uh, yeah. There's a lot of guys. I mean, Joe for sure is probably he's the first guy that that just. I mean, AJ, absolutely. But Joe, I mean, if you thought, like, okay, who makes it there first and has the most success, if you're, like, AJ and Joe and you know, like, nah, they probably neither was going to make it or it's going to be there. They'd have limited mm-hmm. success in WWE, you know, if you're talking 10, 12, 15 years ago. Uh, but I think Joe always was kind of, like, AJ could do things, and they could use him as a spot monkey, and he could, you could definitely see him in the cruiserweight division and being, you know, whatever, the star of that division, and then not really. But Joe, I remember thinking when Umaga, a lot, no, it wasn't just me either. It was like when Umaga came around, they were like, oh, this is what they would have given Samoa Joe if he signed or if he right. went over there. Cause it yeah. might have been around the same time Joe had just, Resigned with TNA or something, um, you know, in like '06 or something. But uh, yeah, we were like, oh, if he goes there, his, his name's going. He's going to have a. <laughs> he's going to be like a walking moment of bliss promo. He's going to be walking to the ring with a turkey leg in each hand and then a grass skirt and you know whatever bone through his nose or some shit. Um, but. Uh, so I would say Joe, just he's just a yeah, the guy that like wow, so you know stuck there. It's like man, I wish I wish your body you know held out or or you got there a little earlier yeah. or whatever. But I'm glad you're getting there, even if even if it's at the end, you know that that man makes some make some uh, make some serious checks over the next you know three five years, hopefully. Yeah, Joe would be that person too, but like I said, his injuries. I'm still waiting on him a lot. He, 
um, just not be injured and just have a title reign. So, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got, guys. So, let's just take my call now. Cool man, good Talk shit. Next week. All right, Thanks. Definitely. All right. Talk to you then. Uh, it was Lamarcus uh, from uh, Maryland. All right, let's uh, all right, let's do one of these non-VIP emails. Uh, this was from Brian Austin last week that I missed. Uh, he's he thinks uh, is Bobby Lashley being wasted? He says hello. I've heard two people in the Torch Audio who feel that WWE has already wasted Bobby Lashley, and his career is done. Uh, they mentioned that WWE hasn't done anything with him other than the meaningless multiple man matches. Too bad I didn't read this last week, and then we could have said, hey, they heard this, and they did that whole right. sit-down promo with him. It wasn't good, and Bobby, who gives a crap about your sisters? Get the fuck out of here, Bobby, with this bullshit-ass story about, like, when he brought his sisters up, I was like, oh, shit, this is about to get personal, I'm about to get real. And then she says, in that story, Bobby. Like, why are you bring fuck out of here? It was just, yeah, that whole, but whatever, they did something. Uh, he says, my opinion, even though Lashley arrived with a huge pop, WWE decided to give him matches that show his ability and not start the Lashley push until after Backlash. Uh, what's your opinion on Bobby Lashley and how does he drop, and how soon does he drop Bobby? Um, man, you're, really on point. I mean, as soon as after Backlash was over, they gave him the, uh, the sit-down promo. Or was it at Backlash? I don't remember. But they gave him the sit-down interview. It was, it was on Monday. It was on Monday. Okay. Uh, so they gave him the sit-down. And, and yeah, I always assumed Bobby Roode would go to Robert to avoid the conflicts or the redundancy of the Bobby names. But you're right. They, they, they're good to take your last name away or your first name away. And, you know, as far as... Uh, 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 what was Adrian uh, Neville? Neville, Neville. They just call yeah Neville. Most people just dropped the. Oh no, Rusev dropped the first name and kept the last name. Mm-hmm. But Biggie dropped dropped the last name. A uh, few others, uh, which I hate. People should have first and last names. I, I think Paige, especially in her new role, she absolutely needs a last name. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, okay, absolutely needs, maybe not, <laughs> but I think it'd be nice if at this point it'd be kind of like, oh, we, why official. did it take us five yeah. years to know her last name or whatever? But, mm. but it'd be, it'd be, it'd be to be better than just give her the last eight. name Falkenberg and just you know just to do it. What's what's a Paige Falkenberg? What's the I don't get it. Diamond Dallas Page is a real last name. <laughs> <laughs> Page Thunderhawk. Totally. That is, yeah. That is, yeah. That's that's awesome. That would work. <laughs> Page Falkenberg. Um. Yeah, I don't know. His career's not done. I mean, they're they're obviously. Uh, I think it's a big deal for them. I, th- I think that they want, yeah. like they. They feel like they got a main eventer out of him. But like people have been saying, like Bobby Lashley's very best work of his career was arrogant heel that is going to out-wrestle you and there's nothing you can do about it in TNA. And they're already – like is it Bobby Lashley might have benefited more than anybody else from a six-sided ring. If for no other reason, then he can kind of do stuff 
and it just looks impressive. Mm. Just there seems to be more open space, even if the ring is different dimensions. Um, but they, they, he, that's what they need. Like he, he, and he looks bigger since he's been back. And I don't think that's a good thing. Like I think he was a bit slimmer and trimmer in TNA. Um, you know, like I think they need Bobby Lashley at his MMA fighting weight, which was definitely not quite as bulky. And uh, yeah, just let him go out there and do all the things that he can do. Like that's the plus to me. You know, uh, but with that. I do have to go, and so we will catch up. But have oh. a good rest of the show. All right. Definitely. Talk to you. All right, Cameron Hawkins from uh, Austin, Texas. Everybody. And uh, we keep it moving. Uh, remember, if you're uh, down there on hold, three zero one three one two two one nine. Press one if you want to get on. Air, I'll bring you on when I see you. Let's uh, let's go to eight one four. Who's this? Where are you what from? Up? This is Ryan from Cumberland, Maryland. Ryan from Maryland. What's happening, man? Good to talk to yeah. you again. First question I have. First question I have for you is, uh, went to an NXT show a few weeks ago, and one thing that's weird about it was, uh, like inside the building, they had. Uh, they had sort of like a history of when Dota B was there, say like 1963. It said Bruno Sammartino was there and had the date. It was the Cambria County War Memorial. I'd been to this building a number of times, but this is the first time I noticed this is that it had sort of like a history of like when WWF was there, like it would like list like the headliner, like on that date, say like the yeah. shadow wrestled in the main event. I just wonder if that's common for uh, buildings to be sort of like a history of uh, WWF like in their facilities. Well, the buildings that are still standing, sure, or or maybe I should say I don't I don't want to say sure so definitively, but I can imagine buildings that that are that are older. Like, well, if you're not gonna if you if you don't have the amenities and then if you haven't been like renovated or can't be renovated to be but all but so modern, play and sell the nostalgias, play and sell the the fact that you're a 100-year-old building. And you've seen, in this building, seen, you know, orchestras and wrestling matches and, you know, circuses, you know. So I, I, I imagine older buildings with any kind of, uh, like that name just sounds the war memorial of whatever you just said. That just sounds like, you know, cool and, you know, but, <laughs> Most of those buildings aren't around anymore, so that's that's uh, you know just you know just just reality. Like the vet, if the vet was still around, I'm sure it would have. Hey, you know, Mike Schmidt hit you know this many home runs here, and you know Reggie White sacked this many quarterbacks here, and you know whatever, but. They blew that shit up, <laughs> you know, 20 years ago whenever it happened. <laughs> okay, the uh, second question I have for you is I saw that uh, James Ellsworth wrestle over the weekend, and he's now the world champion of the intergender circuit. Uh, have you ever heard of someone uh, holding this uh, title before? Because actually he didn't even wrestle no. a female. He wrestled what appeared to be a homosexual male. Oh, well, 
<laughs> I wonder what the Dolls payoff was. Uh, is he? I wonder if he's in Gilbert or still tag champs of ACW Pro or some shit. I don't. I don't remember. But um, that, that's that's where his money is. That's where he's going to eat. Wrestling women being in gimmicks like we like we was with uh, in NWA. You know, getting you know needling and getting under. Uh, Magnus's skin, that kind of shit. You know, he's never going to win anything, and he shouldn't. Like anything of importance or any kind of prestige. But an intergender title, tag titles with Gilbert. Oh yeah, that'll add a little, add a little spark to your to your local federation. Yeah, I'm matches or promos or stuff or anything. He's pretty good with uh, keeping his name out there, but I haven't seen any of the intergender stuff. Yeah, the guy he wrestled is named uh, Devin Muir Kurt Blair, if you ever heard of him, was his opponent mm-hmm. on Sunday. I have not. I'm just glad that man's getting a check. I don't think you his uh, check was too high because about a there were about maybe 90 people in the audience, and he had already sold all his T-shirts on uh, his T-shirt site, so he couldn't make any money really off anything He's besides his photos. On, on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say the check was big. You're getting a check. <laughs> so, But I'm sure he's doing fine. Don't, I don't think anybody's crying for James Ellsworth. Very quick cool. for right, one interesting match. Yeah, I saw a match oh. on Saturday. It featured this uh, wrestler that does a game show host gimmick. And what he does is he pulls someone out of the audience, and uh, the uh, fan like pretty much uh, picks like this uh, golden ticket, and then whatever the golden ticket is is uh, be the stipulation for the match. The stipulation for this match was if he lost, then when the match in five minutes, he would refund everyone their uh, money back. And of course, you know, he won before the five minutes was up. So has this right. ever happened where the uh, heel has actually lost this match and had to refund all the money back to the fans? I don't know. Would, would, the, would the wrestler get, like, say heel did that and then was like, screw it, and like, fuck you guys, and, and you know, ran out the building or whatever. And people didn't get their refund. Like, people that did go to the box office, they were like, no, that's bull- get the fuck out of here. That's bullshit. Uh, would the heat be on the, the Fed or on the wrestler? I, I think it would go on the company. I, I think people are savvy enough, would see right through that and, you know, understand, uh, <laughs> you know, gimmicks and, and that kind of thing. It was only uh, $12. <laughs> That's a cool but, gimmick, uh, though. You know, I'll refund everybody. Imagine doing that in a bigger building, like with – that that had tickets of you know fifty and hundred dollars, you know that'd be. Uh... And you'd have to always have the person that he'll win and you know win at four you know four minutes fifty five seconds or something, uh, you know so the crowd can't can't uh, have a have a an actual gripe. But yeah, if you did that and they and they won, it's just, well yeah, well you better you know. Be prepared for the 
<laughs> either to give people money back or to, to be prepared to have a lot of pissed off people. So that At the end of the show, too, or... have beers in them. Yeah, you're asking for trouble. Yeah, well, you know, he won the match, so of course, you know, you didn't have to refund the money, but you said yeah, yeah, yeah. that. That's how it, that's how it had to go. Yeah. You said possibly, like, the other thing they could do is, you know, have the heel lose but then not refund the money. Have you heard of that happening? Because that would be pretty shady if that's actually happened. Damn, this NXT tonight's going to be flames. Cool. Um, Brian, anything else? Yeah, before we go. Yeah. Um, no, that's all I had for you. I just wanted to update you on some of the shows I went to the weekend, and that's all I had for you. Yeah, cool, man. Sounds good, man. Good, uh, good to talk to you. Don't be a stranger. Uh, Ryan from uh, also from 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 Maryland. Let's sir, uh, let's go to this non-VIP email from Jabron. Uh, he chimes in. Uh, I have three questions this week. Uh, has the WWE given up on the demon character that Finn Balor brings out from time to time? I thought maybe he would have used it at WrestleMania this year, but he didn't. I asked this because I read something uh, over the weekend <clears throat> and that uh, that they were talking about Vince was high on the character and wanted to do it at special moments. So it had me thinking, why not use it at your biggest show of the year? Um, well, one, I don't even remember who he wrestled at WrestleMania. Right? So whoever it was, I doubt it was any kind of blow off or reason to bring the demon out. We talked I think we even talked about that here. Maybe it was me and Rich and VIP. But you certainly can't just oh it's WrestleMania and the demons are like that's not how <laughs> you know a quote unquote evil, you know, alter ego or whatever you whatever adjective you want to use not evil, you know. They're, they're, oh, it's WrestleMania. I think it's time to, to come out and play. Like, no, you come out when the when the feud and the, when the beef is sizzling to the point where the demon needs to come out and regulate. WrestleMania certainly was not was not the place. I don't even. What the hell did he do at WrestleMania? Yeah, I, man. No idea. I know I saw it, but yeah, no, don't, don't. The, the demons, the demons, fine. The demons, when the demon does come out, then it'll mean something. But even if he only shows up twice a year, that's fine. I don't, you know, that keeps it keeps it cool, keeps it intriguing. Uh, it's been reported. Jabron continues. This week, that KO resigned, oh, resigned, resigned with the WWE for the next five years. How do you think his career will be moving forward in WWE? Um, I think he'll be fine. He's good. He's unique. He looks different. He talks well, and the crowd likes him. <laughs> you know, for good or for, for good or for bad. So. It'll be fine. 
is this money money in the bank set up for Braun to win this year? Uh, thanks. I'll be listening to the show. Ooh, I don't. I don't know. I don't think. I mean, Braun walking around with that damn briefcase, you know, that's a lot. Like meaning, like that's just like that's unfair. <laughs> like, like that's like like I don't like horses, and a lot of that is because. They're so big and so fast. Like, and it's just not fair. Like, you don't get to be that big and that fast. Like, nah. Like, sharks, like, well, they're there in the water. I'd have to specifically go to where they are, <laughs> and I'll just stay my ass away from sharks. But horses, like, they're, you know, on land and stuff. They could theoretically, you know, whatever. I just, me and horses, you know, whatever. Um... But yeah, Braun being that he's like a horse. It's just not really it's really not fair. But then to have a, that briefcase where he could just like does he even have to wait till somebody beats you up first? He just beats you the fuck up, drag you to the right backstage, just demolish you, wash the shit out you backstage, literally drag you to the ring, grab a ref on his way and be like, Count. Uh oh, Ricochet getting the opening show standalone uh, promo to open the next G. And Martin says horses have bigger dicks than us. That is not a reason to hate a horse. Everything has bigger dicks than us that are bigger than us. It's a dummy. I'm not. I'm not mad at a whale. It's got a bigger dick than a fucking horse. <laughs> I, I, I assume I'm not. You know. Up on my sea creature genitalia, but I would imagine. Shut up, Martin. God damn it. Um. Yeah, yeah. Braun with that money in the bank? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, again, I, I didn't want to get into this earlier with there being. Oh, there's more than three. I'm thinking of the raw. Bra- no, no. What is it? It's Braun, Miz, and Finn. And Hardy? No, no, no. He he lost the Miz. Wait, right? Yeah, he lost the Miz. Wait. No, he didn't. He, did he beat the Miz? Help me out here, yo. I <laughs> just saw the show last night. I, I, gosh. Yeah, talk to me. You want to talk about No Way Out 2003? Kane versus you know whoever. <laughs> yeah, we got that, but. Smackdown from last night? No fucking idea. Alright. Anyway, thanks for the email, Jabron. Let's uh, keep it moving. Let's, uh, let's talk to Willis, I believe. Uh, Willis, is that you? What up, Pete? How is everybody today? Nothing much. Everybody's, uh... Okay, don't wait for an answer. That's fine. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah, I got my NXT ticket for Brooklyn joint. So I got floor seats for both 
SummerSlam and NXT? They're already, um, yeah, I guess SummerSlam is May. Yeah. Yeah, because they put a pre-order out, I mean, pre-sale for, you can get a combo set for NXT, Raw, and SmackDown. They put a pre-sale. Friday. Okay. And if anybody that want to get that code, want to get it, the code is WWE 2018. Oh, simple enough. Yeah. So I, I'm just dumbfounded and <laughs> shaking my head about the tra- the travesty. That happened on Sunday night with people walking oh, out. Wait, in what? The, oh, with, yeah, with people yeah. walking out during the Roman Reigns match. I had friends that was there. They was saying that people was rolling out for real because they were tired and they was and it was late and people was falling asleep during the match. So they decided to roll Ooh, out. I, I thought. Like, when the main event got there, like, when I realized, like, okay, this show, like, they, because at the end, they did stick that, uh, that bullshit-ass tag match that totally didn't need to happen, uh, Lashley and, 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 and Braun, like, going into the match, you're like, this doesn't need to happen, and then this placement, it's like, man, just, didn't, first off, didn't we just see this on Raw, and second, can't we just see this on Raw tomorrow? Like, just do this on Raw tomorrow. Get the main event. Let us get out of here. But even that said, it's still, even at three and a half hours or whatever it was, it felt like, it felt like fine. It felt like a normal, like the show started at 7 Central and went off at like 1030. And it's like a little longer than Raw. <laughs> Granted, Raw's got commercials and shit, but... I was I was fine with the length. I didn't care for the show itself. I thought it was kind of a weak show and finishers were trash and, and all that, but uh yeah, certainly didn't stay stay too too long, even with that tag match at the end that was just seemed unnecessary. And, and you know one of the chants that was going on during that match, they the fans started saying, Beat the traffic, beat the traffic. Oh my God! No, they didn't. <laughs> people are terrible. So people, so there were people that didn't even think about it until either that chant started or people they start seeing people and other physical people physically filing out, and then they were like, you know what? I'm out of here. Wow. And it wasn't even. It wasn't. And it and it wasn't even the people on the um on the the one hundreds that was rolling out. It was the people in in the um the tens and the twenties rolling out that joint. What's that mean? Like floor seats and or something, it, or like the floor seats and stuff. Mm. That's why they. That's why during the match they kept on having close up shots on the match and not showing. Any crowd reactions of people? I need to see that. I need to hear the. 
you know, because Kevin Dunn is the director. I mean, I assume things work like this in the door. You're as the director, your headphones and all your communications go to your camera people, right? Like, uh, or, or I'm sorry, goes to the people controlling, like. Go to, like Kevin does the guy saying, go to camera two. Somebody literally flips to camera two, and camera two has to know, shit, they're coming to me, get your shot steady, uh, and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> um, you know, having you know, journalism shit in college and stuff. Yeah, I'm sort of, and in high school, I'm sort of familiar. But again, that's 20 years ago. Uh, but I'm assuming it still works similar. But Kevin Dunn also has to have some kind of direct uh, communication communications from Vince and who's in Gorilla. So Kevin Dunn isn't a normal director who's just directing these shots and he's yelling at his camera folks and his and his different different people. He's also getting yelled at probably not probably, absolutely. So so when the people start filing out, I wonder I just want to know what that conversation Vince like, you know, shoot zoom in tighter, you know, like to keep this <laughs> You're like, damn! Why is this match like so per- so gotten so intimate now? All of a sudden, like, cause they ain't zoomed out in five minutes, cause, <laughs> cause everybody in the first few rows left. <laughs> Go ahead. And and as, and as soon as the, they said before the before the three count even happened at the end of the match, people were starting to foul out. That's why you didn't really hear nobody cheering or booing when Roman had won the match, cause people was too busy trying to get out that joint. And plus people was trying to go get the um pre sale for the um NXT tickets as well. They nobody never nobody talked about that they had announced the pre sale tickets for the NXT during the show as well. So that So what does that mean? That people in the building could could go to the window and get NXT pre orders or what? Go run to your phone? Yeah. Like you could do you could it on the phone window. and you could have went to the actual window and get them that same night. Yep. Wow, that's like old school. Like, <laughs> you know, tickets going on sale because you know the box office windows will be open at the end of the at the end of the show, and people go to the box office. That's like yeah, some classic. Kind yeah, because one because my because my one of my friends went to the show and. He left. He left as soon as AJ and Nakamura match ended. He said he wasn't even going to stay there to watch the Roman Reigns match because he can't. He hated him more than I did. And so he had gave one of my other friends the code, and my friend just happened to text me on Facebook. He's like, "Here's a code for NXT." Because he said, "I know you was looking for it, so you can get your ticket." So I just went online and bought my ticket that night, and I got. But that's cool that they give people that are in the building, like, the number one first crack at – and it's what? It was in Newark, right? So it's yeah. that market, so it makes sense that you would want to give that audience uh, first first dibs or, you know, at, uh, at NXT. Hey, you're 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 an '80s kid, and I just sat here and, and did this. Do you cut up your uh, your six pack holders, like the rings, the plastic rings? No, yeah, no, I just throw that shit in the trash. Oh well, okay. <laughs> Damn, I, guess I you just don't care throw about that shit in the trash. Ducks and shit, and fucking 
Fish. Fuck you, Willis. Damn. What? Well, half well, all the sea now, and shit that gets tangled up. Everything now comes. Everything now comes in a damn box, so I don't even think they even had them joints no more. I just cut up. I just uh, poured my last Corona uh, 20-ounce can in a four-pack, and I cut up. That's what made me ask the question. I was sitting there cutting up a damn six-pack ring because I care about the environment. Not enough to not buy, like, plastic throwing trash, but, you know. Now, now, here's my thing with the whole Roman losing because gender messed in the match. I, yeah. And they they even gonna drag this joint until him and um gender has a match in Chicago at the Money in the Bank because I don't think Roman is gonna get in that Money in the Bank. That's gonna be his little um program for it to go through Money in the Bank. It's him and gender because they doing the house show run with them two fighting against each other at the moment. So, but. You know what's gonna be funny as fuck? Roman's so bad off, people gonna start cheering for um fucking Jinder Mahal. Watch. Mm. I mean that'll be interesting. Cause remember, Chicago was <clears throat> was. Remember last year when Jinder, it was a defense. I guess it was like maybe one of his first or second title defense was in Chicago when he was WWE champion last year on SmackDown. And I remember thinking, that crowd, and they did. They weren't exactly, they weren't nice to him. They were going to eat him alive. So it would be funny and, you know, interesting. A year later, same, you know, almost exactly a year later, same building, different, uh, you know, gender still the heel. He still can't wrestle. He's still pushed beyond his capabilities. But you know, but that don't mean nothing. That's Ro- mm-hmm. it. Don't matter because it's Roman Reigns and that's Chicago and that's CM Punk territory, and them motherfuckers still holding a grudge about that shit. <laughs> oh shit, damn! I didn't think of that CM Punk stuff. <laughs> they were chanting CM Punk during some match. Was it the Joe? Uh, yeah, it was during Joe Reigns. Yeah. They was chanting that shit at the Brock and Roman Rant match at WrestleMania. People was walking out on that match too, but they ain't try to let nobody know about that joint at WrestleMania. People was walking out that match too. I, I think. They oh my god! Get, okay. Um, Real quick, to digress from everything wrestling and everything that we're talking about, this is just a meme from a rando Facebook page, but it says, I can't imagine that you put this kind of thing out without any kind of, but, you know, it's 2018, maybe they did. Illinois police officials threatened to euthanize their canine drug search dogs if the state legalizes what kind of what kind of hostage shit is that? What kind of gun to these dogs' heads are you doing? Are you going to legalize weed or are you going to kill all these dogs? Like, how about just don't? Don't they search for other things besides weed, motherfucker? You're really just saying, well, they don't. They, no, 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 no. What they're admitting to is they wouldn't need them. Like, all we do is 
probably searched people's cars for fucking joints and, you know, $50 fucking half ounce or, or, or a quarter ounce. Well, you know, depending on where you is. I don't know what a half ounce or a quarter is in Illinois. But, you know, a little fucking $40 bag of fucking weed at a traffic stop. Oh, oh, the canine's got a sniff. So a fucking broken taillight turns into, you know. Uh, but that's all they do because dogs don't... You don't smell cocaine that's, like, wrapped in a fucking brick or a thing. You know, I guess if you got a trunk full of cocaine, maybe. But if you got a little baggie of coke or some rocks or some meth or any of the chemical kind of stuff, I doubt dogs are, like, getting, like, weeds, weed, you motherfucking right, dog, or smell that loud pack you got in your fucking glove compartment. You know, that ain't hard. So they know shit. Our dogs don't get a ping on shit else but fucking pot. So <laughs> we just going to end up having to take care of these dogs anyway. So we might as well use them as a fucking bargaining chip or use them as a hostage. That's some <laughs> scummy right wing bullshit right there. Some oh my god. No, anyway, that's sorry. called the police. That's called the police being too damn lazy to train the dogs not to smoke, search for marijuana. That's what that is. I mean, that's that. That ain't even it. Because if it becomes legal, you don't even have to be like, hey, what's my dog getting hit? What's what? What my why my why is my canine going? Get, you know, pass, uh, driver of this you know truck I pulled over, this van I pulled over, this car I pulled over. Oh, officer, I just I'm coming from the dispensary here. I I've got some, I got a jar of uh, what did I get today? Bl- fucking blueberry haze or some shit. Yeah, I got I got some blueberry haze here. That's probably what he's smelling. And you go, and that cop goes, oh, okay. Well, put, you know, yeah, get home and lock it up. Whatever. I mean, it would just be nothing. They'd go, okay, well, here's your ticket or not or your warning or whatever I pulled you over for. Have a good day. And your life isn't over because you got a fucking felony marijuana possession now on your fucking record. That's, that's- that's fucking ridiculous. That makes no goddamn sense. Yeah, but yeah, with them, I, the best thing for them to do with Romans take them off of TV for three or four months. That's the best. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking North. six. I'm thinking. Don't mention Roman Reigns' name on TV, and then he shows up at the Royal Rumble and wins it in 2019. I don't give a fuck. He can win it. He can, you know, but he sh- and he can show up number 30, two. Just, just really, really draw it out. Him, but him keep and fucking Randy Orton both. To, keep it as close to the vest as possible. You just say, go home. Don't talk to nobody, especially don't talk to nobody in December or January. Keep your body right. Get your mind right. Practice these promos. And I don't even, I'm not even saying what they should bring him back as, heel, face, but just give him six months off. And he needs more than three months. He needs two whole seasons to go by. <laughs> he needs to earth to rotate a bunch before people, you know, just to just to let people have a break and know what it's like to not live in the room, you know, have Roman Reigns around. Maybe they'll appreciate him. Maybe they won't. Maybe it'll be it's the same, but, you know, same thing. And then you go from there. But, you know, yeah. you, you know what the chant will be if he come back? Go back home. Go back home. Go back home. That's exactly Yo, what did you hear? I know you. Oh, you don't. I don't think you VIP. But somebody emailed or somebody. I forget what what 
made Wade talk about it. Or maybe it was Katie Vick's Alive Alive. Maybe it was that. I do listen to them. They were like, Roman should come back with the – they were talking about, like, oh, gear change, cut the beard, cut his hair, different music. And I think it was uh, uh, Katie Vick's Alive Alive. And they were like, no, fuck it. He goes blonde. <laughs> yeah, Can you imagine if, if he came back with the shoulder, with the ear length, blonde hair, like so, not short, short, like you know, but like sort of like you know, kind of like Jericho in '07. No, 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 he cut his by then, like '05, you know. But whatever, like I get your like right below your earlobe, that length. So it's substantial, but not real, not as much as it is now. Blonde, new music. New look. Fam! Fam, if he showed up at the Royal Rumble, blonde and, you know, like future, I put blonde in my I went put blonde in my hair because I'm bougie. <laughs> like people would, I think it would, I think it would be enough to shock people into not for, what, what, wait, what, what do I want to chant? Go back home? Uh, I, I'm shocked and stunned. <laughs> that would be amazing. And before you let me go, my pick, yeah. my pick for who's going to win the money in the bank, it's going to be the Miz. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. He's doing tremendous work. I wouldn't be surprised if the company rewards him with a continued high-profile push. It's going to be the Miz, and what's probably going to happen, I don't know, between now and SummerSlam, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles probably going to have a title match. Daniel Bryan win that joint. He's celebrating doing the yes, yes, what? yes, yes. Oh, the shit. Miz come oh, out. Oh, my God. Get the f- <laughs> Yo, A. Willis. You want Miz to, like, I, oh. I mean, I know there hasn't been, like, riots and shit over wrestling in a long decades. That that could be it. That could be yep. it. And that would set up the match for Brian and um, Miz at WrestleMania. So let's say if AJ versus Brian happened at the Rumble, and Brian uh, and then AJ ca- or then Miz cashes in. In January, and is the champion going into? You think that would be that would be you? So Brian versus Miz for the WWE Championship, that's good enough to go against whatever Raw has to offer. Lesnar versus Braun, Braun versus Roman, whatever. I don't know what it could be. Uh, I think that would be. You think Miz Brian does that? Is is good enough? Yeah, I think it would work because if they want to try to put the belt on Roman again and, and just have Daniel Bryan have his moment and then he could just let Roman win finally at WrestleMania, whatever it is, up in New Jersey, and people will be happy with just Daniel Bryan winning. So I guess that would be the thing. Have Miz, once he takes the title from Daniel Bryan, every time Daniel Bryan try to get a match with him, He'll just send big cash to beat him up during the matches, and and that's how you keep um, a good profile on big cash and just keep people from cheering for the Miz because 
after that match with him and Seth Rollins, more people are, are cheering for the Miz now, even though he's a heel. And then he's going to have a TV show in the summer that's really going to humanize him even more. So that's the best way. If you want to keep Miz a heel, have him take Daniel Bryan's um, chance from him after he done beat AJ Styles for the title. But that's not, well, in my scenario, that's not until January. So in your scenario, Uh, you've got to be doing stuff at SummerSlam, you know. Because I assume they're going to, it's going to be Brian versus Miz, and I, and I think you can do what you're. What you can do Brian versus Miz at SummerSlam, and still that leads to like Brian wins. Brian like after reheating that feud up, Brian wins at SummerSlam, and and he's and Miz is still Money in the Bank champion or Money in the Bank uh, Money in the Bank holder, <clears throat> and then Brian works his way between SummerSlam and January. Into a title match against AJ at WrestleMania at, at, Rumble, at the Royal Rumble, and he wins. And then the scenario we we just said a minute ago happens, and it's even more egregious because Brian just beat Miz at SummerSlam, so it's fresh in people's mind. Like, oh, this sneaky backdoor bastard took his title, and he couldn't be, you know, he lost to him straight up at, at SummerSlam. So I, I think you're right. I think that could work for WrestleMania, especially if you got. Uh, uh, Roman and some contrived bullshit on on Raw that nobody really cares about, and there's no real connective tissue story behind. Like with Roman, with Brian and Miz, that's just so much going on that for fans to sink their teeth into. Right, because right now they got Roman coming out crying like a little bitch. He done lost so many goddamn times. He's like, I lose the title. The, the cage match, they they um my feet was on the floor yeah. even though Uncrowned his champion, damn, even though it, it, yeah even though his damn foot was caught up in the damn ring apron after Brock rolled off of the um cage. You ain't see that video? No, I saw it. Yeah, the whole thing. I mean, whatever. It's just yeah. Like I hated so, the whole ref uh, explanation. Like, oh, I was just worried about. Shut too. up, ref. An explanation. Just do the story. Just say no. Ref called it and and whatever. It's all my. It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Your ass when getting a title shot for the last four years. That's a fucking conspiracy. That just make him look stupid. I don't understand. No, oh my even... god, fam! Hold up, hold up, hold up! I gotta. I think I love Dakota Kai now. She is great selling, oh, my, yo, Sienna Baszler, this is so classic, you know, bully, uh, uh, bad girl, good girl thing. I wonder why they turn, they put, they make Dakota Kai's hair so dark. Get out of there, Dakota, don't stay there. Get, run, girl. What the? (laughs) She's so scared of Shayna Baszler. When she finally... Get Shayna Baszler down. It's going to be such a big pop. It's not going to be like two or three months from now. I'd be scared of Shayna Baszler. She, she just, Dakota up. just won her match, and now she's scared of uh, this other person. Now she's going to choke out Vanessa Bourne. Wow, this is so good. Whoever's doing this angle, 
This storyline is really good. So well, last week, sure Dakota Kai born. But yeah, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so last week, Born and Dakota Kai get into it because the media is asking, "Why are you okay? Are you scared of uh, Shayna Baszler? What's going on?" And she's like, "Look, we got issues, but whatever, whatever." And then Vanessa Bourne comes out and is like, "You're scared of her? I ain't scared of nobody. If it was me, I'd have slapped her." And, you know, and then Dakota was like, whatever, whatever I might be about Shayna Baszler, I ain't scared of you. So they had that last week. So they have the match this week. She beats Vanessa Bourne in pretty, you know, in a, in a pretty decisive uh, match. She's celebrating. Dakota is. And then Shayna Baszler's music hits. And she looks like she's seen a ghost. She don't run. She just gets backed into the corner all like, just super timid, and then Shayna Baszler backs off and puts Bourne, who's getting up from you know the match finish, into her uh, whatever stupid bullshit move she does. Cause fuck her. Uh, uh, Dakota Kai then finally like <laughs> breaks camp and like scurries up the ramp, all like frightened and shit. This is so good. This is this. This might be the best thing they've got going in NXT, just storyline-wise, because you know it's going to culminate in, like, two months. What's it? Maybe at SummerSlam. Yeah. Or maybe at the TV well, at SummerSlam. I don't know if you can dedicate. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to really put we know. Dakota Kai over mm-hmm. in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Well, we know who didn't book that shit is Michael Hayes. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're, I, okay. I so, see. what's the main, what's the main complaint people are uh, are complaining about? I assume Joe Joe versus Reigns because of the the leak or that whatever. It that, well, well, what it was, people they showed the match order, and the match order was exactly what it was on the thing, and it had everybody's name who actually um produced it. And Michael yeah. Hayes was the sole person producing it, but that shit leaked. Wait, what? That match uh, or the whole show? All the matches? It's just that they match, showed right? the, all the matches. He just did that match, but they showed all the matches and everybody that produced all the matches on that whole list. It it leaked before Monday. It leaked during the show because I seen it. Somebody posted it online during the right after the show had ended. Oh, she caught up with her backstage. They interview with Dakota Kai backstage, who clearly don't want to be interviewed. Like she's get you know because she wants to leave. And then she's getting interviewed, and then Shayna Baszler gets in her face again. Like you want to do something? Huh? Do something. And she's then that's what I thought. And just walks away. Don't beat her up. Just. Embarrassed her. Now Nikki Cross, who was in the background the whole time, is just giggling and chuckling all psycho at her. So it's just so well done, man. Like, wow, they're just they're hitting this on all. So I'm wondering if Nikki Cross is who she goes to to get some edge. Teach me how to be a psycho bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's probably Shawn Michaels booking that joint. But Shawn Michaels is booking NXT now. Well, he's. I mean, is he? Because words matter. Is he booking NXT or is he contributing 
to, you know, is he like basically an agent? He, is he, you know? He's a, he's actually one of the lead bookers down there right now. That's why he okay. said his, all that's right. why all he right. I don't know, and, and I'll take your word for it. But I just want to make sure because yeah, words matter. And, and, and yeah, because yeah, I don't want to give credit too much or not give enough credit. And if that's the case, then that's really good. And the fact that they gave that angle to, to the women and, you know, and, and and not to the men because it's really good. It's really well done. Yeah, because he, he was the same one that booked the ladder match at NXT that happened at WrestleMania. The, the, the six-man oh, okay. six joint... That was all him yeah. that did that. Him and somebody else. I forgot who the other person is. But Shawn Michaels is the lead booker and one of the trainers down at NXT now. So that's why he moved down to Florida. Wow. That's cool. Yep. Lead all right. creator. That's right. it for me. The 80s. All right, man, we'll talk to you. He's the lead head creative team leader guy. Remember, <laughs> Booker. That's wrestling. This is sports entertainment. Willis. All right, let's go back out to the Midwest, and uh, I think this is Boris. Uh, Boris, what's happening? Right on. What's on your mind? Uh, Joe Willis, thank you. You even got me even more excited for Daniel Bryan and um and on the Miz. And Miz, right? Yes. Did Miz cash in on on Bryan leading to the a rematch, Ooh. real match at WrestleMania? That'd be great. I mean, that'd be such a good use of all the major pay-per-views. Like, if they have a match-match, just a regular, like, hey, we built this, we heated this this feud back up, and Miz versus Brian. Just a regular in the middle of the show, you know, match, and Brian wins, you know, wins clean because he's, you know, just better and he just beats him. And, and, and then, then uh, organic, it's and then and then Brian gets cat, and then Miz cashes in on Brian at the Rumble, which then leads to the big match at WrestleMania. Again, that'd just be such good use of all oh, of three of the four, you know, big pay per views. And and I hate you hate to think like this and know and, and this was gr- this is excellent. And then it doesn't happen. It's, that's this point part. Now, now, now he done added this part to it because I'm, I'm, I was already excited just because he got that really good win um, on SmackDown. And then Willis come in with this, and I'm like, damn. That's too, Wait, who that's got a nice win on SmackDown? Uh, Miz, remember? Uh, so, okay, Miz did beat. beat uh... Oh, right, the Swans. That was a sweet fit. Y'all, yes. that finish was awesome. Yes. Because the match was really good. And then, yeah, oh, that's right. Jeff Hardy got fucking screwed. I mean, not screwed. That was just, you know, good good on Miz. Good good maneuvering. But, yeah, that's right. That's right. And I think after Money in the Bank or maybe before Money in the Bank, Miz should, Miz should have some kind of claim on uh, on the U.S. title. He should be like, hey, I should yeah. be number one contender. So where does that put him? You know, bragging rights right there for me is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, my God. This, I mean, because you know he ain't going to shut up. And now you just got to, you know, have some way to, you know, bring Diane Bryan around him or something because he, he, he didn't capture his spot. Diane Bryan didn't, so there's more of that organic feud. Just rub it in. 
And it's like, oh, can this actually happen? You know, it's too much like right when you got something just disorganic. And I really want this to happen. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, and then like I said, the Roman Reigns thing, I, I just think no matter what you do with him, when you come back, like you said, like you know, like you said, you know, they're gonna have a catchphrase for everything he do at this point. And I think just because the way Samoa Joe came back and just ripped him apart, and then all of a sudden, you know, he was calling everything. I was like, this, this ain't going to happen. He's going to pin him. And, same, and, and, and as you see, he pinned him. So the people really are rubbed the wrong way with that match because they allowed Joe to come back, and he came back with fire. And, you know what I'm saying, Roman Reigns lost both his previous matches. And then when this guy come out calling him out, and pretty much saying, hey, I'm going to run to you too, which people done got excited. Like, you know what I'm saying? We fell for the okie doke. And then, after, and then look at that. They, they got us. Let me say something, and just to get it on record. The War Raiders? Hey, shit. Like, like what? Like, I mean, they're okay, but. I don't know, maybe I'm just a little bitter because they just came in and just beat Heavy Machinery, who I fucks with. Heavy, no pun intended. But at least Otis didn't take the pen, and it was bitch-ass Tucker. Uh, but then, War Raiders? I don't. I think it's, they should still be just beating up jobbers and stuff. Uh, I don't think Heavy Machinery taking that loss to them was necessary. But... Uh, but yeah, anyway, my bad. Go ahead. What, what, what else you got? Um, maybe lose a trade <laughs> like you. Yeah, my bad. So, damn. I mean, you know, sorry. Let me let me just let me, let me give you credit. Just listening to the show, right? This is. I just want to give you credit for yourself. It's something special about you. The way you react to you know to the NXT, it, it, it can't be duplicated. You know what I'm saying? The way you speak. It's, it's like a visual. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah. I, don't, I can't explain how you talk, but it's like a visual over the, over the, you know, over the, over the radio, you know, over, over you know, audio. And it's like, you can't create a person like you, you know, because the torch is something special. And being here and watching all you guys evolve and how unique you are in, the, in you know what I'm saying, this evolution we have with the podcast world, and the way Wade has just been shifting the shows, you know, sometimes you don't like, you know, the way he shifts shows and, and change things, but he's been changing things for the better. He done just, you know, branched out all you guys, and you stands out because of the way you speak and the way you talk about the NXT show. As a fan, even though, you know, you have to talk to us, you, you talk in a visual of a fan. And then I like to see how you sometimes lose track <laughs> and then get back on track. But it's all wait, okay. wait, how do you like when I lose track? That's terrible. I hate it. No, no, no. But that's that's a part of your character. That's a part of you. You get what I'm saying? That's a part of you. Yeah, my that's brain what's is that's bad. What's, that's, that's what's missing. Wait, no, no. That's what's missing from the entertainment world. You are a part of entertainment now. That's what gets people to stick around. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? That's what people call in. You know what I'm saying? That's why. You you know it's it's, it's too much blueberry haze and that's that's an endearing thing now. 
Okay. Well, it. it's something it's something natural to you. You know what I'm saying? But I just wanted to, I just yeah. thought of that and I just wanted to share that with you. You know, in this world the way it's a lot of entertainment out here. I'm always remember how you stand out and all this time how you evolve with everybody else on the Twitch cast and and and, and uh even the the callers are special. You know what I'm saying? Willis and all these other guys. I want to give everybody credit because we've been here so long and we done survived a yeah. lot. You know, we everything that's going yeah. in the world, we still have yeah. time yeah. to laugh. We all grew up. I mean, I don't know. Willis, Willis grew up. You know, he's he been talking that same shit about Roman Reigns for four years. So, <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, hey, that's his parag. I just wanted to do that, you know, and that's all I really have, you know. Yeah, no, man, I appreciate but it. I just, want, I, just, I just thought about that. And I and I really pre- appreciate your your contribution to the torch. Hey man, thanks. I'll uh, always uh, appreciate you know people that bask in my uh, in my greatness. Speaking of basking in my greatness, someone that basks in my greatness every week, and I assume called in uh, now so he could bask in it some more. He can. Uh, he never gets enough. Uh, pause. No, 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 no pause. He never gets enough of basking uh, in my uh, in my greatness. So uh, let's bring on for the last uh, segment of the show. Let's bring on uh, VIP co-host Rich Fan. Rich, what up? I was this close to hanging up just out of spite. <laughs> but you couldn't. You're like, you know what? I need that greatness to bask in. I need my fix. <laughs> I was just trying to call in. Uh, well, one because I got back from practice and uh, Ryan was there and most of the baseball kids, so it was very good to see them finally again. How's his ankle? And uh, his, his ankle's all right. He was a little. He was. I tried to do some read option. His ankle was a little gamey, but holy crap, can he throw it now? I was like, you could barely make a throw like that last year, and now you're overthrowing kids by ten yards with a bad ankle. So wow. Yeah. He's yeah, he's it's it's good. It's good. All right, well that's good to hear. Um what are we reading that, or what am I have to read when I get home tonight? Um I didn't ha- I didn't go go to the comic shop, so I don't what did I have? I know there's a new Domino out. I didn't so I don't have that. Um so not really. I didn't Online. read much. I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah, I checked. But if Domino's one of the ones, I don't want to take you away from it. I got you. I got you. That's right, fine. Let me, let me, uh, let me, did you watch me. The Expanse? Are you going to watch The Expanse? I've watched The Expanse, and I'm two-thirds, three-quarters of the way through Westworld. Um, okay. Westworld, I didn't get a chance to watch because I was doing the other job, and uh, okay. Sunday was just messed up. So I'm gonna, I don't know. I, I got to pick up food for me and Melissa, so I don't know. How much time I'll have before yeah. we do VIP, but definitely I can talk. Uh, uh, God, especially because I started listening to the book so. again. Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff happened with with that Mars crew that they picked up, and it was a lot. It was like, man, this could have been like two or three episodes, and they especially that one storyline, and they they yeah. put it all into into you know forty four minutes, so. Um, they are economical in a way that, like, I wish AMC could do. 
because there were some times with The Walking Dead in earlier season where they were just like, all right, let's just keep putzing along here for a couple of couple of months because we don't want to spend money. Whereas these guys are like, nope, we're done, moving on. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't think you can do a good space opera type thing that they, you know, without spending. You better be wait. You better be willing to spend some money because. Show was gorgeous, and three seasons in, it looks better and better all the time. And it's like watching that blooper reel of Black Panther, you realize how fragile a lot of these sets really are. So it's like, oh yeah, yeah. it just made the look nice. Like don't lean, no, don't lean up against that wall. <laughs> Put a hole in it. That's yeah, like when they were <laughs> dancing at the waterfall, and like the one dude like almost fell over. And or when they're on the boat. Falling down from the ceiling of the car, the Shuri was driving. Oh the whole boat. yeah, yeah. Well, or when they kept trying to drive with the, the um stuff on the door but, would fall off. Like nobody was even touching the wall it. No, would kill monger. When it, oh, the, the uh, explosives. Yeah, exactly. yeah. They just kept falling. And yeah, you're like in yeah. your head. You're like, this looks so smooth, but really, it's yeah, like you said, it's hanging by a thread. Mm-hmm. And actually, somebody put an article out. I can't remember where I saw it, but it was one of those again. Like, is comic book movies dead? It's like, you know, is this the is this the cinema we're gonna see in twenty years? Just a bunch of people standing around a green screen and looking at a dot. I mean, you could be mad at technology, like you can, you can do that, or you could just enjoy the the, the final result and go. You know what? Right. I don't have to see. Like, I don't have to watch the sausage get made if I don't want to. Like, just right. don't watch the fucking green screen stuff then, idiot. <laughs> I mean, that's like when you watch um, Guardians of the Galaxy. You're getting emotional responses from Sean Gunn directing a digital uh, raccoon and a tree. Vin Diesel saying one word over and over, or one phrase over and over, and you still get an emotional response. So I don't know what the problem is. Just, I am Captain America. Right. <laughs> I am Captain America. Who the fuck? Oh, we're using our, we're using our uh, superhero names. I'm Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. No, we're using our made-up names. Oh, um, um, I'm, I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I read an article. They were like, they were surprised that Tony and... Uh, Strange didn't look at each other at one point and go one of them didn't go to the other. No shit, Sherlock. Oh wow! They oh wow! Oh, that's cool. (laughs) You know, in the outtakes, they probably did too. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised if at the end they were like this. Nah, it's just too much. (laughs) Because people were complaining it was too much humor. I enjoyed myself too much. Fucking Listen, it's either people. have too much humor or you're going to be cutting yourself because it's too freaking depressing. There's, there's yeah. a line you got to have. Show me and I don't know if you gave people the humor. spoiler warning. Wait. No, wait, whatever. He said, wait, wait, let me make it. He said it was too much humor and too much action. This action, okay. pa- this action superhero music, movie has too much action in it. Like, what kind of fucking take is that? Oh, yeah, that's like this my buddy Tom says. With some film penet- credit. There is entirely too much penetration in this hardcore porno movie. Like, what is going Sir. on? Like, what the, what the f- you know what I'm talking about, Richard Pan, the second. Yeah. Sir, let's just keep this. 
This is why people can't listen to this show in the minivan. Unless that minivan is going to the Atlanta orgy or something, apparently. No, unless that minivan is windowless and you've got, like, a a basket of candy in the front seat or maybe, like, some... And patchouli oil. No, 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 some dog biscuits. Like, I remember in that episode of three uh, of different strokes, he was like, could you help me come find my dog? And they were, like, shaking. Oh, my God, I forgot forgot he had the dog stuff in there. That was so thorough. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. So the windowless minivan, yeah, no, we're we're, we're pumping. Yeah, see? So uh, you you punked out on uh, tomorrow's show? You're not doing tomorrow's show? I don't know. I never... What's tomorrow? What show? Uh, the the, the spo- uh, deep dive spoiler yeah. special of Avengers. Oh. Where yeah, you got no, all offended? I mean, just because I got to, I'll, I'll be working. I don't have, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, I, I don't, but don't but let Travis no, Bryant East Coast right? cast host. Yeah, see, don't yeah. let Travis Bryant East Coast cast host get y'all twisted. This dude all up in his feelings because Bruce Mitchell... Being your torch columnist, wanted to include me on a little something, something. I'll finish that sentence for you. See, you told that dude you gonna have to wait an hour, and I'll give you a fifteen minute. (laughs) Oh no! You treated him like he was an opening act at the Showtime at the Apollo. Because of because uh, or because it was because it's it's after me and Cam gets to do our banter and before he has to leave. I was just trying to fit it in the – I was what? Since when in, in in the history of radio or TV is a half-hour segment not enough to do whatever you got to do? Nobody for, two for, hours. For, wait a minute. A wait a minute. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is that diva behavior that the Torch and the people uh, uh, working at the Torch have come to, come to expect from one uh, Bruce Francis Mitchell. That's just, that's just how he is. Listen, you did not just tell me after almost, what, three years at this point of you and I talking for somewhere between two and seven hours that you could get mm-hmm. stuff done in a half hour. That's a, that's I, a bull I right there. Can. I certainly can. I'm tight. I'm pithy. Uh, I'm not long-winded. I don't digress too much. Get my shit done. Wow. Bam, bam, bam. I'm about to throw it's, this Google phone out the co-host. window. It's my various co-hosts that uh, oh, my own, I alone can fix. Know, I alone can fix. These guys are weak. Can't keep, I'm not weak. Look, I send out. Listen, audience, everybody. I send out a production list. Here's what we're going to talk about. Here's the order we're going to talk about it in. Keep it tight. Keep it conversational. And you know that never gets followed. But I'm gonna type it up this week and send it out for next week, like I do every week. This is so like amazing. If y'all listen to Emerald City, you know the truth. <laughs> don't listen to Emerald City episode one. Do not. First like, episode, don't. four hours, six minutes. Let's break down Act 1, C1. What was the Mizan song? <laughs> the artwork in the background. Okay, the music playing. Uh, that was directed by, composed by, <laughs> his background is this. It's like, what paper was the script written on? Let's find out. 
double spaced, double typed. See? Yeah. That's amazing. All right, let's, uh, damn, my plan was to kind of breeze through these last few calls, but some people jumped on. So, uh, 301, looks like we got another Maryland caller, uh, third one today. 301, who's this? Where are you from? Hi, this is Clyde. Hey, Clyde, Clyde. first time caller, I assume? I don't think we've ever Uh, talked to you. No, no, we've talked before. Um, a uh, couple things real quick. I, I know you got other callers yeah. waiting. Yeah, I talked to you back in March, I think, and then mostly I just okay, listened cool. to the show. Um, first thing, uh, email us. Earlier you had asked about to... Finn Baylor at WrestleMania. He His entrance yeah. this year was the very inclusive LGBT thing. I thought it was and a rainbow. Was in, I just yeah, sure. and he was in the uh, triple threat with Seth Rollins and The Miz. That was probably – Probably my favorite oh, yeah. match on the show. It, yeah. it was one of the best, yeah. better matches. Uh, the I remember match getting into. Was. There's this fucking right wing douchebag that follows me on. I don't know why. Like, I mean, I guess whatever. I mean, you know, I follow all kinds of people, but he follows me on Twitter just to like disagree with me every now and then. And and somebody was like tweeting. It was like me and Wade or somebody else in the in the in the in the in the, in the, in the ad. And it was like. And like Greg Parks or somebody, it was like you know the conclusion and blah. blah. I was like that was awesome. I thought you know whatever. And and I and I said, and he said he goes what a what a bunch of pandering garbage and why what was he thinking? I was like or maybe he's just not a giant cunt. Like period. Hey, but yeah, me and that guy we don't get along because he's a fucking right wing douchebag who doesn't you know. Who, who says he does, but he don't really like freedom. He likes authoritarian. He likes daddy to tell him what to do and when to do it. Uh, but anyway, that's not what you called in for, Clyde. <laughs> oh, no. That, well, um, what I had originally called in for, but you guys had covered several times, was the uh, – I don't think even if Roman Reigns turned heel at this point, I think he's just got – I have never seen go-away heat like this. Even when – you know, with X Pac at his worst, I've never seen the go away. Like well, X Pac was clearly pushed at a, you know, lower mid card level. So you could just you could hate him all you want. You, it was just fun and novel to hate him. Roman Reigns dominates the TV. Like things revolve around Roman Reigns. So it's a little, you know. It's I had thought a heel turn would save him. Yeah. Yeah, he was not going to save him at this point. At this point, no. No, At this he, point, I'm not going to say think, no. I like sure, your idea. No, it but it's certainly, uh, it's certainly, uh, what, send him away for six months, come back at the Rumble Blonde? Yeah. Got to be a totally <laughs> different look. Although, I, you know, I mean, maybe even that might even work because it's going to be, the more you change it, the more obvious it is. It's almost like he needs to go away like they did in the old Territory days. He needs to go wrestle elsewhere for a while. Can't do it. What's no, Joey A doing in the impact zone? <laughs> Joey A. I mean, oh, unfortunately. the other thing I wanted to bring up about the area yeah, codes. Ahead. You know, once upon a time when I started as a newspaper reporter back in the early 80s, you could nail somebody's neighborhood by their, you know, everybody had the same area code in the state. And then the the first three digits 
followed by the four, you could almost nail the block that someone lived yeah. on based off their phone number. And like me, I live, I have a 301 Maryland number, but I actually live across the river in West Virginia, you know. I mean, so, numbers just are transportable now. So obviously you're you're older than me, so you would remember the first three numbers were, or the first two. Like I remember my, my grandma's number was, it would say it on the old rotary, but it would show you the actual phone number you were calling from. It would say KL5. Bondi. <laughs> you know. And and I think that was a that was a part of like that nineteen fifties sixties kind of like when 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 yeah it, the population was big you know a lot of people but it wasn't just got to create three more area codes to compensate for how many phone numbers we got kind of shit right like uh, where I grew up in Chillicothe Ohio and was a reporter at first all of Ohio back then was six one four. It was only until fax machines started that, you know, they started to run out phone numbers and had to break up things. And then every number in town started off 772, 773, 774, 775. And then then the next two digits, you know, depending on which section of the county it was, would give you the 772. Then the next two digits would practically give you the street. Yeah. No, so back anyway, then, yeah, you could actually, uh, you could do that and be pretty confident, and like you said, and call in where you know, call in your shot. But yeah, now, yeah, it was it was the '90s when yeah, Philadelphia was just two one five, just wasn't enough, and they bought two six seven, and people lost their minds. Like this is some bullshit. I didn't grow up in two six seven. What's a two six seven? Like, fam, it's a phone number. It's not like. Your like genetic history <laughs> damn, you putting way too much stock into being in the two one five. You know, six one oh came along and yeah, people yeah. People are tribal and dumb. Cool. Anything else for us, Clyde? Um yeah, no, I those were the main things I wanted to talk about. I I think we're at the age we're we're in this awkward stage where NXT is so good, it gives me hope that when Vince McMahon finally is no longer in charge, that wrestling's going to have a golden age. But we got to wait until he retires or, you know, problem is he's probably immortal. There is no evidence of his immortality. Well, well, I just saw the preview uh, before I watched uh, Westworld today. Of the new show on HBO called um, Secession. And it's about an old man who's built his company, global, you know, certainly giant national company. But oh, yeah, it's from about the implications, gay. probably a giant multinational company. And he's got three or four kids of varying intellect and business acumen, and everybody's fighting to who's going to be the one or two partner, you know, paired. Or I think there's one brother and sister. They're like, hey, we'll do it. Yeah. So it's it's like it's it kind of uh, just in some ways reminds me of this because the guy's erratic. He's making terrible moves. He's so out of touch. And it's just like, yeah, man. Like I look at this. I look at the Dakota. I don't. You. This was before you jumped on, Rich. But the Dakota Kai, Shayna Baszler stuff. 
is so good. I mean, it is great. And Willis said he thinks Shawn Michaels, as as, as the uh, lead creative guy, is, is probably the one putting that together. But it is so well done at every turn that when you know in two months when Dakota Kai, because she won't be the one to beat Shayna Baszler, it'll probably be uh, Kyrie Sane. But when Dakota Kai gets her down or finally, like, punches her or, or bows up or puffs her chest out, She's gonna. Uh, that's gonna get a huge pop. Yeah. You can see that two or three months from when it actually is gonna actually happen. You already. And even yeah. the little details like Dakota Kai winning tonight decisively, and yet so intimidated yeah, like, by somebody. Like, say, like I mean, showing you this woman like is that. good. She's a killer. Yeah. That finisher. She's that run around kicking the corner. Uh. That's a hell of a finisher. Like, I'm really, really falling for Dakota Kai's character. Like, I like her now. And it just took a little, took some vulnerability, took her to show some range, took her to show some, you know. And I'm just like, I'm all in because, just because, simply because, uh, because they gave her something, something to work with. And Shanna Baszler is going to be a star. I mean, her acting on this. I think it's pitch perfect the way, you know, the cocky badass, you know, it just, she looks like it, but she also. I don't know. Her being a horrible human being might, uh, you know, might come into, uh, come into account. Did I just see a six-sided ring on WWE television? What is going on? Hard Justice, August 10th, 2008? What? Not only wow. did they do that, but at the end, if that's the table for three, if that's what you're talking it about, is. at the yep. at the end of it, they're like, if you want to watch more of their time in TNA, go to GlobalForceWrestlingOnDemand.com. Wow. They just don't give a fuck. Well, because I think uh, it was Brian Alvarez on the observer who had mentioned it like the basically the way they're treating it is on television they're treating everyone like you're stupid but if you have the wwe network they're like you know what it is yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of smart it, it, yeah because you get both worlds like I, I can't find it scenes? oh sorry for no travis is just being a jerk he's a nice respectful woman he's eager to learn about, he's, i mean I, I don't want to put Oh, he, he was asking if Shayna's the real the way you are purporting behind the scenes. No, fuck Shayna Baszler. Ain't no jerk. Fuck her. As a, as, a, as my soul and my heart and my brain. Fuck Shayna Baszler. <laughs> as a performer, as a fighter, as a wrestler, as a human being. What part of that? I ain't no jerk. Fuck that bitch. Be talking for me, Rich. Fuck that okay, bitch. So. Uh, Travis uh, is uh, taking it too real. Travis is that lied. fan back in like yeah, Travis is the fan back in seventy five yeah. that would like pull the box oh, cutter on a dude in a parking I'm, lot. I'm, I'm pulling out a, a box cutter on somebody. Somebody getting slashed on their way back up the ramp because I take it seriously. The four horsewomen are together. That's going to be a marketing machine. That's going to be a money maker. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm just not a big fan, just personally, and this really has nothing to do with Shayna Baszler. But I don't, I'm not a fan of the of the MMA to wrestling thing. 
I don't, I, yeah. Like, if you learn how to become a good professional wrestler, great. But, like, like that's why it's, like, taking me so much to get, uh, so long to get kind of on the Sonya Deville bandwagon. Like, I just, like, be a wrestler. You're going to do wrestling moves. You ain't in there to, 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 to be a fucking mixed martial artist. You're in there to do pro wrestling. I, it, it is such a great transition, though, from the old divas. And, you know, just picking, picking women because they look good. I mean, yeah. I like the idea that they're going to have competitive matches. You, you know, what appears to be a competitive match. I could mark out yeah, for something like a four-horsewomen faction. Yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll work. It'll get over. People will like it. I, I just won't. I'll just have my reservations. Like, I think Ronda's Great fine. Great talking to you. Yeah, man. Thanks for calling uh, anytime. Yeah, I'll try to keep – I'll try to – Look. Damn. Oh, he hung up on him. No, no, he's he's back. Go ahead, uh, uh, Clyde. (laughs) Oh, now he's got nothing to say. That's cool. Um, All right. Uh, Let's um, move right along. And, uh, oh, you know what? Somebody else jumped in. 337, can you be quick? What up? Who's this? I, I I don't know, Trav. That's Brad from uh, Louisiana. What's happening, Brad? Oh no, I I don't know. I ain't never had a quick <laughs> brag call. That's for sure. Nah, but I, I I'm not. Oh I'm, wait, I, I'm you know what, Brad? Y'all. I gotta see. What did you, you know say? Exactly that made me almost unfriend you. Who is it? I can't remember the that's topic. That's exactly now. what I call for, Esther. So um, so uh, I was uh, I went and watched uh. Infinity War, and I have this one particular friend, um, and and he uh, like just doesn't like anything ever. Like if it isn't if it isn't old, he doesn't like it for some reason. So uh, mm-hmm. so once I went watch Infinity War, it was it was great, and just to like troll him, I, I posted a status that said Age of Ultron was way better than Infinity War. <laughs> So, <laughs> That's right. So, so my uh, See, so you trying to troll one homie almost got you unfriended by a bunch of other ones. Like, hold up, I can't be friends oh, with somebody that thing. To be, to be, <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> it, it wouldn't have bothered me in like in any ways. But so my girl Thank was the one who saw the, uh, that she was uh that she was uh, going on follow me, and so she uh, cause y'all have the same last name, and she goes, "Bay, my cousin." Was posting something killer on that on that status, so I went and we were docked and laughing. I was like, "Choo, It was so funny. I had it was it was awesome. And she was like, "Hey, and she she was supposed to comment. I don't know if she ever finished typing or not. She was supposed to type do it. <laughs> she was supposed to type. Do I think it somebody did. So that probably was her." Yeah. Um, more likely, because that's the type of that's the type of nonsense she does. Age of Ultra. Like, yeah. I fuck with Ultra. Like, I'm like one of the people that are like, you know, I love David Spader's uh, Ultra, and I love Ultra and the character. I love how he had so much Tony Stark in him. But yeah. Well, I I I I did enjoy. Uh, Age of Ultron as well. I enjoyed Infinity War way more. I, I just, uh, 
we were watching and um like the movie started at six thirty, so like the movie starts like me and my brother going there, I was like, Hold up, wait a minute, did we miss something? Because it felt like the movie had like been in progress for a few minutes. But then we realized like uh like it's the open it's still the opening scene, so uh, I, I definitely and I, I definitely enjoyed the, the the part that got me the most was uh yeah it does come on like uh, gangbusters I, they come on immediately oh, with the real. killing of the major heroes too <laughs> like oh you thought this was going to be fun the uh the 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 part that got me was uh was when Spider Man was uh like disappeared and the only reason why that one got me got me in my, my feelings is because I have this thing about kids dying in anything. I just don't I just don't know. Like Brand, Brand so special. We so, no, 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 my girl my girl Oh my goodness. My girl my girl laughed at me. So like we watched she was watching an episode of Bones and like the episode was about like this baby that had been dead. So the baby's dead already. I looked at her and I said you gotta change this. Like this is not happening. Like we're not watching this tonight. <laughs> and she's like, you know why not? Like, I'm one of the only baby. Really, really tries to fight against that. Like, who <laughs> you? I'm like, nope. And so like my girl looks at me whenever she's like, whenever like she sees me. I'm like, I said, oh, now why y'all gonna do that extra like that? Like, and that was the problem. Yeah, you did it extra. That kid looked terrified. Everybody else just took the hell. And and and, and yeah. Peter, look, he look, he look terrified. <laughs> yeah, Time to turn the curly fries, Peter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I, I look good. <laughs> Rain, Rain thought that was funny. Yeah, too. It's not that funny, Rain. Truly really not. It's not. It's not. But that's all I called to uh, troll you about. All right, man. Good stuff. We'll talk to you. Brad from Louisiana, king of the chicken strip, the freshest, hottest. Mm. Yo, Danny Cooper put up some shit, speaking of trolling, talking shit about Kane's, uh, Kane's, um, do they have, they don't have any in Pittsburgh, do they? No, but they do, I've seen them before down south, though. They have them in, well, they have them in Ohio, which is why I don't understand why they don't have them in, in state, in state, um, and, um, like near State College? Yeah. Like, it seems like the gimmick mm-hmm. is to put it near where a bunch of college kids, where you have a town almost dedicated, like UT is like, especially in down, that area, it's like, that's the college. You know, put one of them things in, in, in Temple's, on Temple's campus. campus. Not only do you get the Temple kids, because it's a city campus, you're going to get a city, you know, regular people that's trying to go to work or wherever, catching the L train. Uh, or well, sometimes with that you got like sometimes with that you got the con- companies that are like keeping people out. Like here in Pittsburgh, we don't have um, Wegmans because Giant Eagle kind of boxed them out and made their version of a Wegmans and called it a market district. So probably something like that probably happened with Canes. Yeah, because they're not in places like they're in Ohio, but not Western Pennsylvania. Like I get not being in Philly or whatever. Like that's fine. Like totally. But you're in Ohio and UT or you uh, uh, um, Ohio State's campus, but not on Penn State's campus. Like what's what? 
52,000 pieces right. a city on it of its own. So, yeah. But some but Danny Cooper was posting posting something about uh about about Kane's being super disrespectful and almost lost it. And then and then and then Cam a couple weeks ago <clears throat> talking about Zaxby's. I was so hyper for Zaxby's, right? Like, oh my mm-hmm. god, if Kane's is good, Zaxby's is that's all I hear about. I hear it in Migos songs. I hear it in this, you know, Zaxby's, Zaxby's, Zaxby's. Plus, that's an awesome name, Zaxby's Chicken. It was so mediocre. I was like, this is – oh, and their logo or their, their catchphrase is like the best chicken strips ever or some fucking over-the-top bullshit. And I was just like, yeah, sorry, Zaxby's. Y'all have a decent edible chicken strip. It ain't even Cane's. It ain't even fucking with Cane's, which I can go to, you know, Pflugerville Boulevard and go to Cane's. And, you know, it's just, yeah, it was super regular. And, of course, Cam uh, was not on my side. Oh, my but, gosh. So, so, Brad, oh, yeah, I keep forgetting. Brad may send me some damn coupons or some, uh, uh-oh, Brad just posted something on my timeline. Uh-oh. I can answer those Cane's questions. Oh, let me see. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Why are, why are they not in State College and uh, places where you would assume they would be, be great? And, and he runs a story, So long story short, we just haven't gotten there yet. The where uh, we recently just made it to the California market, and it's it's uh, it's legit made us change the way we run our business. Like we just like changed and implemented some new stuff today. So uh, that's uh, so it's a work in progress, and areas like that that we do have canes are money making machines, pretty much. Like they are, they're doing incredible, you know. So they're going, so that's going to happen eventually. Now the thing that the yeah, I was thinking if if Ohio State and Texas State or Texas University TU is money making, like fuck, are them fucking plays on Penn State campus. Like how is that? Yeah, yeah. So I was just. Yeah, curious of why. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, like, like California, you're going to California you before you go next door to Ohio. That the, uh, so what's weird? What was weird to me was the fact that we're not even finished in Louisiana and we already in California. You know, that's the part that kind of gets kind of thrown through me off. That we went there first, and we we already uh, made it overseas. So we have a oh, couple damn. in Saudi Arabia and uh See, I'm taking that Saudi so. money. What about can Saudi women mm-hmm. come get Kane's dipping sauce? <laughs> they have to bring their we, husband with Kane's, them. We we allow Saudi women to get the cane sauce. However, <laughs> however Somebody on that thread on Danny Cooper's said that the text if it didn't have it would just be Super regular if the Texas toast wasn't in, uh, included or something. I was so mad just watching going through that thread. Like y'all some haters. The crazy. <laughs> what the thing? The thing that made made me uh so, so, so sad whenever they was troll whenever he was trolling uh Kings was the fact that like I was like man what, what did Kings do to you? I, I love my job. My job is awesome. Yesterday we gave away free box combos to to teachers. And so hey. I worked last night. I gave a lot of free food away last night. 
What you were saying? See, Kane's giving back to the community. All right, uh, Brad, we're talking. Oh yeah, let's go. Roger that. Y'all be good. All right, Brad. Let's uh, get to Darrell and then get out of here. Darrell, what's, what's happening, man? What up? Nothing watching Philly about to um, take this L. See, you open up with a shot, man. That ain't even right. I mean, you know, facts is facts. They hurt. This they, is the that truth. Ain't I'm just going uh, off what i just seen in this first half. I'm not. Till they come back, man. I pull hey. a... Uh, Somebody put up a meme and was like, remember that last time we was down 3-0 to Boston? Like, yeah, we got to the NHL finals and lost, and lost but we still came back on Boston to beat them for What What, what, what um, sport that was in? Um, that was, uh, hockey. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That that happened. Not in the NBA. Not down 3-0 in the NBA. Bullshit. Fucking. I, don't, I still trust the process, though. So we still got a half. Yeah. So, what's on your mind? You got a few years with the process of being on top, man. You got to hope Ben Simmons um, get we're a jump hope, shot. We're about to back the Brinks truck up for LeBron next year, so which I think we should wait and open up the back the Brinks truck up for Ola Danalapato. And get him. He, what, he don't want to stay in Milwaukee? No. Well, y'all shouldn't have let, y'all shouldn't have let Boston finesse y'all, and y'all could have drafted Jason Tatum. And you wouldn't have needed LeBron, yeah. and uh, you would have had a bunch of young pieces. And uh, but no, Thank you let Boston finesse you. I don't, I don't, I don't know. So I'm just going to assume here. Fake news. Well, think no, about y'all this way, traded Travis. with him. Y'all gave him a first round pick. Fake news. Yeah, y'all y'all took Ben Simmons, and you got a guy who can't make his own shot. You don't get better at making your yeah. own shot, like. He's a distributor. He ain't a shooter. They know who Triple H is and how he uses his political power. They know who Triple H is and how. Oh no! Fake news. I will drown you out. <laughs> oh man! I got way too many guards in my driveway. <laughs> too many guards. One who can't. Who can't? Uh, who mentally broken right now? Oh, who y'all might have to preach, trade. preach, D, preach. <laughs> but yeah, hey, y'all got y'all got Shahid. Y'all got Shahid praying at the altar of uh, grit and determination right now. <laughs> hey, next time though, them two them two young men. Um, this is experience, you know they. Two best players in the series. They just um, young right now. The the only bad bad thing about it is though, Boston might jump up four levels better than y'all after next year when they get their two best players back. Oh shit! So here's an next actual article from Hector. Sorry, uh, drug dog trainer. Marijuana legalization will literally kill police drug dogs. First off, fuck them dogs. If that's the case, fuck them dogs. Like, I'm not going to let. <laughs> You're not going to just, like, keep this fucking bullshit in place just so dogs get to live. No. Nobody said you got killed them dogs. Just let them dogs do something else. But if, the, if it was like, nope, you legalize marijuana or these dogs die, then them dogs got to die. Fuck that. What about cocaine? 
Well, I mentioned that earlier, say, but the thing say, is, because of the way weed works cocaine. and how it smells and shit, cocaine is wrapped up in, you know, triple wrapped and freeze dried with some baking soda around it in a suitcase or a pack. I don't know how cocaine comes. You know, just going by like movie stuff. A dog probably not going to smell that in your trunk. But if you got some shit in your fucking center holster, center console, or your or your pocket, or your or your glove compartment, dog, that ain't shit. That ain't hard to smell. The cop can probably smell if you got some good enough weed. Can smell that with his own nose. So the easy stuff is what they they justify, you know, with the, with the with the bringing out the dog. Because it's easy. The dogs get to do it. They smell it like that, like that, like that. But some heroin or some meth or some tightly wrapped cocaine. Well, I think because of the ingredients that's used in meth and all those, those different chemicals, you can train them to lock on some of that stuff. But most sure. of the no, 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 yeah, you know, yeah, I don't want it to sound like I'm saying dogs don't, drug dogs are only good for sniffing out weed and nothing else. But clearly, weed, again, I'm not around cocaine or, or meth or, or, or those kind of hard drugs, but I can't imagine if you got a, 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 a small little $20 sack of coke in your pocket, it's probably not exactly as easy to dedic- to locate smell-wise as a loud pack, a $20 fucking couple grams of some fucking blueberry haze in your pocket. Anybody, everybody you walk past can smell it. Yeah, but so you can kind of hide that, you know. So put it in the bag, throw it in the, um, uh, the cup of water. You can hide that. The difference is if you got um, a QP or a half, a half pound or something like that, you know what I'm saying, they come in the jars and shit like that, you ain't going to be able to. I'm just thinking think of dealing the, with the, high grade the activity. Weaker. Drug dogs and drugs. It's little. It's it's people literally just trying to get high with twenty, ten, and twenty dollars worth of weed on them. But it keeps them in business. It keeps them justify. Hey, no, no, no. We need to need the canine. So if 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 weed's legal and you can't fuck with, if the person, if the cop goes, hey, I smell weed, and the guy goes, oh yeah, no, I just came to the front of the dispensary. Here's my receipt and my card if that's necessary. The cop just got to go, oh, okay, have a nice day, sir. You don't get to ruin somebody's fucking life over a fucking couple grams of pot. So they're trying to hold these dogs for uh, hostage. A, they got the gun to the fucking uh, dog's head. Like, well, if, you met, if you legalize medical marijuana or recreational marijuana, we're going to fucking kill these dogs. And I'll go kill the dogs then. Because, <laughs> again, humans mean well. more than fucking dogs. I'm sorry. And they're not going to do that. Like, I'm pretty sure Peter's going to come bluff, in. They'll just lower their gun and go, oh, well, so I'm not going to kill I'm pretty sure like, Peter's going to come in by then. Who? Peter will come in before then and stop that. They got I'm way more power Peter, than them. They got no power? Let Peter throw a bucket of red paint on me. Somebody getting washed. And you threw something on them. You assaulted me. I never understand why them ladies in fur coats that let them bitches throw paint on them. Like, fuck them up. They just assaulted you. You got all the right to beat the shit out of them now. You just, ugh, got my paint on my fur, my friend. Well, they're a celebrity. they celebrity. They got money. They get, they getting sued. They're getting Friends sued cycle. once they wash them. Once they wash them, they're getting sued and, um, I'm pretty sure uh, if you jump on somebody like that, they're going <laughs> to take you out. Oh, yeah, let me throw some paint. 
He had a can of paint in his hand. I thought it was a gun. <laughs> he had to put 13 bullets in his back. <laughs> yeah, oh, totally. So. All right, all right, all right. We're at 8 and 25. What, what, what you got? What, what's on your mind? What, what, yeah. Oh, um, we're listening. Um, we're listening to you guys and um stuff like that. I I don't know. Um, I'm hoping that they would give Miz a, a shot at one of the titles and let him run with it because right now he's the most consistent person. And on Raw, just on, I mean on SmackDown, just off of what he did in the pay per view and he did on on Tuesday with his two matches back to back, pretty good matches. Um, I don't know if they're gonna run with Daniel Bryan at this time because in my eyes, all they did was before the pay per view they exit Enzo because of his own means and um entered Daniel Bryan because he's just another little guy. So they just tell me how they see him and the promo that they gave him on on Tuesday and how that how he came out to not a good pop. And probably having two bad uh, his a bad match on Sunday, and not giving a um, good pop coming out with a bad promo. I don't think they see him too high right now, or they probably saying that they trying to rebuild him up as an underdog. So I don't see him being in a title match this year. Yeah, I'm not going to let a match uh, against Cass or one Staten Island Allen crowd like. If I'm WWE management, I'm not going like, oh, well, Daniel's done or whatever. Like, no. I didn't. I, I don't. I don't say the match was the cause. I'm just saying they probably seen him like that. That anyway. was fine. You match was exactly what it should have been. Brian carrying the thing you know, and then beating that tall bastard clean and put a tap out. Like that was one of the most just how, how, of the how, how stuff looks. How 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 things look. They probably, I think they probably building him up to be um, an underdog again. But you know the the tone how they talk about him. He, um, I think I heard Rich say um, say something about um, how every week he coming he coming with a um, doctor note from uh, Mama saying how he can't um, show up on the show this week and <laughs> that, that hasn't happened. They're not using goat face. Well, I- Oh, you, I'm just oh, saying I get he, right now he's not in the cards to be seen as on top of the cards right now. They probably, if he's going to get pushed that way, it'd probably be Royal Rumble time or something like that where you will probably see that match between him and men because it looked like they venturing far Oh, no, dude, we're going to get that match in SummerSlam. Not, I mean, that's, we, we got to get that match in SummerSlam. I don't think you can wait till. Yeah, because it looks like they're going to have him again. Yeah, it looks like they're going to have him against Cass for uh, money in the bank. Okay. Yep. And all he's doing. SummerSlam's August. And he's back in. He's back in. Um, that'll be the match with Brian, started. and that'll be what, what, what sparks their research refute. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. Yeah, my bad. No, you got to agree. Louder. I'm just saying the offside of this is going to be. We're gonna have six weeks of him and uh, and Big Cass. Yeah. When they showed the date of Money in the him Bank, I was Enzo like, Wait, we got Money in the Bank. God damn. Him, him in the Enzo role, getting beat up every week, getting jumped from behind every week, beat up. Another little guy replaced by another little guy. Play that for a little while. 
And I don't trust the heating up of um, Vince heating people up because um, one other thing that I heard y'all was speaking of, you know, I don't understand. Um, if you say you don't want Roman to be on top or main event in your shows and stuff like that, then you turn around and say turn him heel and that'll make people cheer him. But you, but if he turn heel and he the top heel, he's still going to be main event in the shows. It's still going to be at the end of the show on Monday and heavily um, heavily evolving in the show. So that don't yeah, – I don't star. get the point I mean, why people say you want him to – you don't want to see him know. at I all. Personally you want him want gone. Him, I want him cast in the like the Todd Martin <clears throat> uh, complaint. I just want these guys cast correctly. And he's clearly not cast correctly for the last three damn years, four years since the since the beginning of his babyface solo push. He's been miscast. Like once, like okay, uh, the first year totally like you could go. You know what? We just wanted to see. You know, but like ever since you know 2016, the last two years have been absolutely un uh, unforgivable. Un, you know, something. WWE should have known, should have audible. I just don't like that he getting blamed for people walking out on that main event. I know people don't want to see oh, him and stuff like that. Absolutely, the blame. It looked like that whole show. Who do you think they're protesting? That whole. But I, I still, I, I still say he don't have as much control as people say on what he do and Oh, I mean, in that case, yeah, he, yeah, like, but that's then, then you could say they protested um, down. Whoever put him in that. Position whole, is really the ones getting protested. Yes, it's Vince booking. That whole show was bad. After after uh, Seth and Miz, when nobody yeah. um getting reactions like they supposed to. You got an Enzo chant for mo- majority of the Daniel Bryan match, and you, yeah, he didn't even get great. a pop when he won. That was not great at all. If you think Charlotte, if people think Charlotte gonna main before she even got hurt, to and people. Knew she got hurt today with the titties. Um, before you, before you um thought she was gonna main event shows, um right. <laughs> that finish that she I put that had, shit out to the match in. Like wait, this the woman that's supposed to be main event in WrestleMania 35? She just lost to a jobber level wrestler, and then somebody get jumped in my fucking time, my mentions like, oh she's hardly a jobber. Shaking my head like. Then that's probably why I said jobber level wrestler, dickhead. Like clearly she's not a jobber. She got she the fucking title was. and she's getting a main event, a main event women's push. Like yeah, but she's a job a jobber level wrestler because she sucks. You dumbass. Free um, women's title. Back to Diva's title. And to yeah, me, she, she's to- not even she as totally good as Nikki Bella. Works. Like I said her. <laughs> Carmella, Liv Morgan, and Mandy Rose. And really, Carmella and Mandy. Liv is better than both of them, and in, 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 I think. Would be perfect. We'd look at them like, wow, if it was 06, and it was Kelly Kelly and Candace Michelle and Michelle McCool. They'd be, they'd be the standouts. You know, they'd be the athletic standouts. But in 2018, the iconics would be the iconics would be head and shoulders of everybody in 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 05, 06, and be just as hot and just as 
sexy and all that that they that, that they all they look for. The Iconics would be absolutely perfect. They would dominate. They could, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. They were just, I just think, you know, you know the vision of um, Vince wrestling, his vision of wrestling is so outdated, and it caused problems. It might not cause problems immediately, but it continuously caused problems that sl- slowly deteriorates everything. And people put post blame on everything else. Like, understand you don't like Roman or uh, stuff like that, but he ain't in control of that. He only going out there doing what he told. And how many of these new people today really know how to take take words that's given to them and make it their own and been taught that that type of promo yeah, style. But they're not- their, yeah, but their jobs, though, Darrell, isn't to take something they're given and make it their own. Their job is to take something they're given and do what they're fucking told and read it how it's written. So, I mean... You really can't. If you sound, you, that's, that's why you sound like a robot, but me coming from a customer yeah, service... Yeah, that's why everybody girl, talks in the everybody same voice. Customer service. Guy or, you know, two guys writing the majority of the promos. Yeah, Instead of allowing the people to say, unless the, and, and, you know, saying, hey, this is the promo I want you to cut. But I want you to, if, if that was the case, if they said, hey, we're going to write the promos or the majority of them, but we want you to do it in a way that's yours, maybe that's impossible. Maybe you can't do that. But if they at least tried, I think they say, hey, here's the promo, read it like it's written, and don't deviate. Don't make, there ain't no making it yours. Just... Do what you're told. Don't I just you know you can take anything. You can take anything that's written and make it sound in your voice. Come, because like I said, coming from the eh, country, scripted. I think if everything if, is scripted if, there. If Wade Keller wrote something, a promo or 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 a, or a, just an ad for the East, make it easy, an ad for the East Coast cast, and it was written by Wade. No, it was written by Pat fucking McNeil, and then that was given to me to read. Hey, everybody, it's the East Coast Cash. You want to listen to it? You know, you'd be like, I'd be saying it, but you, Darrell, as a longtime listener and who knows us and knows our voices, you'd be like, Trav ain't write that. Cam ain't write that. Rich ain't write that. Like, who the fuck wrote that bullshit ass ad y'all just said? But I'm going to see if you, the way that you put your inflection on it, the way that you put your tone into I can try, it. I can how, do all that my, how, all I wanted, but if a guy that, me, you, you can know, say the don't same word about me, but, don't, you know, trying to use derivative slang, like, hey, guys, East Coast Cast is lit. Like, it'd be so obvious. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, it'd be my voice not sounding like, ugh, ugh. But it would sound like that in your head. You'd be like, who wrote this bullshit? You could hit me up on Twitter and DM, like, you tell me you didn't write that. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. 877 Pat shit, he wrote it. Yeah. And one thing I don't never speak on, and probably be the best book show on the, what you consider main show, is 205. And I think um, this week we've seen the best match of the week. Um, Mustafa Ali and, Bur- and Buddy Murphy. And constantly, the way how they booking Buddy Murphy and building him up as the next heel challenger, the Cedric Alexander, is awesome. And that's the best book show. And we rarely hear too many people talk about 205. I understand you can watch it 
whenever you want. But I think more people should get into it a little bit more because yeah, like the way night, that show is like booked. SmackDown goes off. Oh, Rich dropped off. So SmackDown goes off, and they go 205 Live up next, and I was just like, I'm going to do something else. Like, I didn't, I just didn't have any, like, I wasn't, I was just playing Madden or fucking whatever. I was playing PlayStation, and, and, and I could have kept, because I was watching on my laptop, watching SmackDown on the sling on the laptop. I could have just jumped over to WWE Network, kept, kept the, you know, the wrestling going. But I decided to watch whatever, Lawrence O'Donnell or whatever on fucking cable news or some shit. Speaking of cable news, damn, yeah. too bad Rich dropped off. This motherfucker is, yo, Trump and them are going down so fucking hard. Like, I don't know if people caught up, have been catching up, keeping up with what's going on. But, and, and, and I wouldn't blame you if you don't. I'm really mad Rich dropped off because there's always so much going on. It's, it's so tiresome and, like... Trump fatigue is a real thing. But oh my god, if they didn't just get caught with their fucking cocks in the fucking glory hole, like, it's, oh my god, like, bank statements of like, Zemskelberg, Russian oligarchs paying off motherfuckers, it's ridiculous. AT&T paying access to get to Trump. Fucking pharmaceutical companies, it's gross, and it's all public. I just, yeah, I just keep up with. Them I do. keep up with. But it's so like, oh my god, what a sinking fucking ship! And if the Giuliani stuff from the last two weeks, what a no that was school. What a thing fucking what he did. It can't organization they got over there, man. And their own, if they get away with it, it's going to be sheer stupidity. Like sheer, like we're too, we're too, we're we're too idiotic to ever try to get away with anything. Like you gotta believe no, us. No, they get they're going to dummy. They're going to get away with it because they're privileged, and they're going to get away with it. Not because it's idiotic. Because they're privileged. Because people don't want <laughs> I don't know, them. I don't know man. You, they 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 screw it over hey, white man, people. Come and, on now, you know other hey, white people ask, are mad. Let me ask you a question. Let me let me ask you this question. <laughs> How long yeah. would it took if this happened in the first hundred days of Barack Obama? How long would it took for the first before he would have been yeah. out of there? I'm Damn, talking about they him, they the vice president, everybody. How long would it took? They would, have, they would have marched soldiers or fucking military police or somebody into that White House and dragged that man out in handcuffs and his oh. wife. Okay. His fucking vice president and his whole cabinet, they would have been publicly shamed for the world to see. Trust and believe. That's why I said I don't think I don't think they they stupid now. They stupid because they left a paper trail, and he's been stupid his whole entire life as somebody who's supposed to be a successful businessman, but all his businesses go bankrupt. So I don't yeah. understand how you could call him a successful businessman. But anyway. When Giuliani came out and said that dumbness on Fox News, who protect him, who try to protect Trump, and you think they were trying to protect that and wouldn't want that to get out like that, they doing it because well, it was live. I mean, there's only so much they could do here on fucking live TV. But I'm saying though, look, but when I he know... called in two weeks ago, look, when he called in the Fox and Friends, when Trump called in the Fox and Friends, they like ended the interview. 
Like Fox and Friends. And oh, okay, Mr. President, we're sure you got a lot to do. No. It's 7.30 in the morning. He ain't going to work till 11. You don't get out of the bed and go downstairs until like 11, damn near noon. That's been reported for over a year and a half. He in the crib, he in his room doing his hair and watching fucking cable and tweeting on the toilet. Like, we all know his, we all know his schedule. He gets up, tweets for about six hours, then finally goes to fucking work. And then works for about five hours, and then he's done. Like, he's a fucking, like, the, yeah, I mean, he's that guy. We all know that guy in the office, or, or that manager in the office, you know. But, yeah, Julian, it was, it, yeah. And all this shit broke last week, about this time, because it broke last, like, right before the VIP show last week, when Giuliani came on and was like, yeah, we paid off, uh, we paid off Stormy Daniels, what? So what? It's not a campaign finance, it was a, it was a big boy embarrassment, it was to protect his wife. <laughs> it was like, oh my god. Hey man, charges should have been filed by We're so far from um, that. The next day. We could go, Charged. listen, we're so far past Giuliani talking about a payoff, we're talking about... Russian oligarchs, AT&T, and pharmaceutical companies making payments into that same bullshit LLC um, that he paid, that he created to pay Stormy Daniels off. Like, we're so far past fucking uh, a, a porn star and paying her off to shut up. Like, they were right when they said a porn star was going to bring down the presidency, but not because of what he did with or to or for her afterwards. That got set up in to initially to pay her off that they were like, Yeah, we still we got this account. We got this shell company set up. We might as well take some other payments through it. And like you said, paper trail, bank statements. They mad as shit. They mad that somebody on the inside, somebody in a bank got that information to Avenatti and they don't they like because they like we're, we're sick of the shit. We're sick of the shenanigans. Y'all not gonna get away with with with, with blatant criminal behavior. Like, uh uh-uh. uh. See, I don't so. believe it. I don't believe nothing gonna happen because it's not affecting. It's not the things that he do. The values that he Listen, stand up for this is don't affect, only the beginning, don't affect though. anybody in a certain Look, community because he's is, doing everything the, that he the, said he was gonna do. It, it affects. My I understand community. that. Where I'm at. Listen, I get all that. But I'm talking about what makes, what moves the needle. And why, like the evangelicals and stuff. When it starts coming out about all these abortions that Donald Trump has paid for, because they're saying now, I think, I think the way I interpret it is, Brody took the fall, apparently, for Trump, the guy that supposedly paid off the, the, the Playboy Playmate $1.6 million that got, and, and a part of that, she, in the middle of it, got an abortion because she got pregnant. Well, if Brody was taking that fall for Trump, and it was really Trump that was banging the chick and, and, and she had to get the abortion, like, well, like, they can they can talk all the shit, they can be like, uh-oh, he's not a Boy Scout. We don't. We knew we weren't getting a, a preacher or pastor. You know, he's got his life. He bangs chicks. We don't care. Once they start talking abortion, multiple abortions and stuff, then we're going. Then they're not going to have a, any choice because they already have no credibility because of supporting a fucking three-time married philanderer piece of garbage that he is. But once he starts, once all this abortion shit starts coming out, and you know. Come on, come on, fam. You know broke motherfuckers hey, that done paid for half a dozen abortions. How many abortions do you think Donald Trump and fucking uh, had to fight? They already done, they done already sold themselves into him. If they when they start coming off the ship is when 
if they lose, it's always his midterm. Yeah. If he's a ship, they're his hull. They're the only thing keeping him afloat. Once those things start peeling back and he starts taking in water, then then that's his bait. His bait. Yeah, no. When you've got 35% but see, I don't of, even think they, they, you know, of the electorate, you don't have room to fucking fall. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't think they, they're yeah. his base, though. I don't think they're his real base. Because remember now, they knew all of this during the Republican campaign. They loved the fact they that he's banging for no It's the last. And to halfway in, they didn't come into with him to halfway in. They had a person, one Mike Huckabee, one he they championed. Yeah, they had Ted Cruz. They, they had Jeff. Him. They had a bunch of yeah. different different. And they left options. them. And they left them for him. His core. No, 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 no. They all. But that's why it's so hypocritical because mission. we all see that they don't really like him when they had their other choices. They picked the guy that's been married for forty years. They picked the guy that hasn't been divorced. They picked the guy that's pretty straight laced, and you know, Jeb or Ted or or any of these fucking you know milk toast fucks that he slaughtered in in twenty sixteen. But when it was like, well, we ain't got nobody left, so I guess. And then they then became the rationalization of, oh, he's not a boy. Cow. We know, we know. It's you know that's between him and God. Like, well, when what? Why yeah, wasn't you gotta between see his core people? You know, get rid of anybody who they their type of candidate because their his core people really run the Republican Party because they're the strongest base. And those idiots that who grow up with me, who come from a red state like where I'm from, who I I'm affected by every day. Those are the people who are willing to get up and get out and go. And then they train their kids to be just as dumb as them and generation yeah. after generation of, of inbred, inbred bullshit that's been happening since the beginning yeah. of this nation. So they're the real core. And those little pansy, um, no abortion people, they don't care about them. They, they hit them in the face and be like, you're going to get in line. And that's what happens. Yeah, but what I'm saying is when you're at 35% and you lose that fucking chunk of anti strict anti-abortion, the only reason they're with you is because of what you're doing in the appellate courts and all over and all throughout the federal courtships, uh, 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 appointing all these fucking judges, not just this, not just bitch-ass Gorsuch. Like, people don't realize it ain't just Gorsuch. Like, he's, a, he's, a, he's appointing... Judges that are 40 years old and are going to be there for the next 25 to 30 years that are going to be affecting the next generation, two generations. Like the, you know, I'm sure you saw that viral video that went viral a couple months ago of the of the guy that couldn't answer any of the questions, and the guy was like, uh, "So you want to be a judge? Um, have you ever test tried a, co- a case? No. Have you ever been inside of a courthouse?" No. Do you know what a lawyer no. does? No. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, how did you? And that's basically, like, all you have to do is say, be an anti-abortion, like, anti-fucking super drug guy, like, oh, I'm a, I want the drug war back times two. You know, then he'll fucking appoint you, and you're going to be there for the next 30 years, potentially 40 years, 50 years if you live long enough. So, yeah, these are lifetime. So they're willing to sell out their morals for that. Because abortion is apparently the worst thing. You know, oh, oh, what's the thing that came by and then we're in this, ended after this? It was like women that get abortions that, oh, some bill in Tennessee, I, some fucking place, was looking to seek the death penalty for women who get abortions. 
So killing an unborn yep. baby, yep. a bunch of fucking goo and cells and a fucking half an arm and shit, that's fucking murder. But killing a full-grown woman, human being, that's not murder. Well, check this out. Like, well, check this out. It wasn't just, it wasn't just a woman. What the fuck is wrong with these people? It's a doctor, too. <laughs> the doctor, too. Oh, the doctor, right. <laughs> the doctor, right. Too, the doctor got to get penalized. They get penalty too. <laughs> They get penalized yeah. too. So we mur- yeah, start murdering that, doctors because we got enough doctors to spare that we can kill. We can kill them for doing legal, forty years, fifty years, however long abortion's been legal, legal procedures. Fuck you, Tennessee guy, Alabama, wherever the fuck it was. I don't remember. But I appreciate the call, Darrell. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, man. I'm just saying, man. Just to end it all, man. This stuff is ingrained and in been here. For for forever, yeah. man, and I keep up with yeah. it because you mean Obama didn't get elected and immediately change everything? Like, wow, I, I, that's what they told me on. Well, he didn't have. <laughs> he didn't. He really couldn't have the time to change it within those eight years. Eight years, it would have had to been. He started a process of change, and it would have took a few more years after his original eight for that change to continue to grow, but. Now you got a stop gap right here, and to go back to where you're talking about the angelicals real fast, and we can and you can let me go. They're yeah. in what they call it when you're trying to keep your spot. They want to keep their spot because right now you're in fear of losing everything. When you got Democrats performing great in places like Alabama, Georgia, right. all these different places, and the map changing. If you if you get rid of and say you not with Trump. Now you're gonna lose that core of people when it's 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 younger people who getting who changing the mind of the people who are a little smarter, went off to school and have a thought process and don't follow what box they get put in. They think outside of the box sometimes and don't just go where everybody say go. So they trying to keep their spot. So they're gonna stick with him until after the um after they lose and get kicked out, then you can be like, man, we got we got to go against you. Self-preservation, that's what it's called. We got to do self-preservation. All right. On that note, that's, a, that's good a note to end on. We'll end it there. Appreciate it, Darrell. Uh, appreciate your energy, your time, all that. Y'all consider this a date, and it's just a picture of two uh, two um, bearded dragons with their arms around each other watching Jurassic Park on a smartphone. <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, we out of here. Free folks, that's it. We'll be back next week. Uh, VIPers, stick around. Click over. Me and Rich will be by for another hour or so of uh, content. Uh, emailers, callers, uh, co-hosts, everybody, I appreciate y'all energy, and uh, we'll get at y'all next week. I'm Trav, we out of here.